Warning, Mombies will discuss information regarding true crime or other topics that are spooky in nature. This may be offensive to some listeners. For more information on the potential trigger warnings in this episode, please review our show notes and be cautious when listening. I'm Beth. I'm Christina. And I'm Holly. And we're the Mombies. That's a great question. Weird. Just just absolutely strange. How do you even do that? I feel like that's gotta mean something. Something. Hi, spooky humans. Welcome back to the Mombies Podcast. I'm your host, Christina. I'm Holly. And this is the second part of our case on Darlie Routier and the tragedy that struck the Routier family on June 6th, 1996. If you haven't listened to part one, please go back and start there. Otherwise, you'll be jumping in in the middle. And Holly, I meant to bring you part two much sooner than this. I did. I know you've been waiting to hear Uh, the rest of this. But lots of stuff happened, including my poor baby breaking her arm. And so I've been otherwise preoccupied, but... I can't believe that. Oh, it's it's terrifying. I and I have this like a fear always that especially Lila was going to fall off like the giant playground at school. And everyone's right. always like, that's not going to happen. And then when she, Maddie fell and got hurt, I was like, see, oh my God. It can. It can really happen. No. Yeah. And it was terrible. And she'd actually hurt her arm um, about a year and a half ago and it it didn't break but she just had maybe like a sprain and it was in a sling for a little bit so when i first got the call i was like she'll be okay you know this is just like last time she's just over you know maybe a little overreacting to the pain and, and freaked out but no it was a good break so she's in a cast now and she's doing much better but how's she feeling about the cast She's doing okay. She's really adapting to just like doing things one handed, like popping off the marker caps and stuff like that. Like she's, you know, they're so resilient. Uh, but crazy. The, it was the sling before the cast. After she had to actually have surgery. So after the surgery, she had, was in a sling for a week. And so during that time, she was so cautious. But now she's got her cast on. She's bang, 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 bang. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but she's doing good. So how are things in your world? Good. Good. Ready for Halloween? Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're being big city greens. Oh, yeah. Love it. A lot of, most of the people I tell that's what we're doing, they're like, I don't know what that is. Oh, my kids love it. I'm like, this really cute show. And I haven't watched it yet. We all have to watch so it. It's so cute. It, I wanted to do Nightmare Before Christmas, but Anthony ruled that out, and he's the king, so. Understandable. I was like, fine, it's Halloween. You can have it. Yes. That's a cute idea, though, for another year. Next year. We already there said. We agreed. It's yep. in stone. It's next year. That's it. Binding no contract. take backsies. Yep. Nope. Good. All right. Good. Well, let's jump back in and do a short recap of what we covered in part one um, for everyone's memories. So Darlie Routier and Damon Routier, or excuse me, Darren Routier, were a young couple who lived with their family in Rowlett, Texas, and they had three young sons, Devin, Damon, and Drake. Again, lots of D names. And fun fact, too, just random, but Darlie's mom's name is actually Darlie. So it's oh, like a family name. Oh, my goodness. And her sister is Dana. So no, it's a little bit. It's a bit much. All the kids, my kids, as soon as I walk into my sister's house, 
immediately I get everybody's name wrong. Right. And they don't even sound anything alike. I Absolutely not. No. I know. Mm-mm. In the very early hours around 2.30 a.m. on June 6, 1996, De- Devin, Damon, and Darley were stabbed. Devin and Damon were fatally stabbed, um, and Darley also wounded. The three had been sleeping in the family room of their home on the first floor. Darren, who woke up to glass breaking and then Darley's screams, was sleeping upstairs with Drake, who was still a baby at the time. And both Darren and Drake were not injured in the attack. Devin and Damon died before the sun came up that morning, and Darley was whisked off to the hospital and treated for her injuries. Darley's timeline of events... Initially, she woke up struggling with an intruder who had escaped through the garage. This changed slightly from her official version, which is she woke up hearing Damon saying, Mommy, Mommy, as he tugged on my nightshirt. Uh, She opened her eyes, felt the man get off her, got up to chase him. And as she flipped on the light in the kitchen, saw him open up his hand and let the knife drop to the floor. He then ran out through the garage and she went over and she picked up the knife. To this day, Darley maintains that she has no memory of the incident. And some take that to mean she slept through the event. I think even she has said she must have slept through the event. Some take it to mean that she was in shock and from the trauma has blacked out the details of the attack. Others others like the investigators and the prosecution will say that this means Darley is covering up for her own murderous actions by claiming she just doesn't know. The prosecution's timeline of events is that... Within a 10-minute time frame, Darley would have stabbed both of her children, cleaned up the crime scene, then staged the scene, went out 75 yards down the alley in her nightshirt, planted a sock to avoid suspicion, ran home, stood above the sink in the kitchen and slit her own neck, cleaned up the water in the sink, stabbed her collarbone area and her arm, and created defensive wounds on her hand, and then screamed for Darren and called 911. So a lot to happen in a 10-minute time period. Could it happen? Yes. But... That's that's how they say it happened. Okay, so g- let's pause right there. So I'm going to stick this in from last time since that's what we're talking about. Okay, so for that, um, I was thinking afterwards, that 10-minute time frame. So it's possible that that 10-minute time frame, um, that's an estimate. Yeah, thank you. That's an estimated time. Right. Miracles happen all the time. Miracles, some air quotes, whatever you want to fucking call them. Um that could have been 20 minutes. That could have been an hour, for all we know. Though the paramedics say, oh, he could only live about this long. People live hours, days, years longer than they're supposed to. So it is possible that she did those things thinking she had more time, went down there, hid the sock, and then came back, and he was still alive. So then she's like, oh, fuck, and has realized, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, or whatever, because we're talking possible psychosis, maybe. Right. Um, and then screams he comes downstairs or she does it but she has longer so maybe it takes her however long just to run down the street and run back and she has a little bit more time i know if you don't have that time frame it makes it a little more plausible yeah so i don't i don't think that i would guess at most it would have been 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't think with his injuries and how they presented it, right. it would have been much more than that. But still, Oh, no, you're right. But 20 it's, minutes? It's if you had 20 minutes. minutes to yeah. and you're rushing, you can make it work. Yeah. And here's another theory as well um, of people that think Darlie's guilty is that she came back in and stabbed him again when she realized he wasn't. And maybe that stab wound or the second, you know, maybe she stabbed him a couple more times or, you know. But the way that... 
his wounds were, and I, I, you know, I looked at their autopsy reports and they're, they're all in the chest region. I don't know what that means for timelines. So I right. can't, oh, absolutely. no way that I'd be, right. able to be like, well, it's possible. And they could be right on the money. Times, yeah. And then that would, you know, weren't, weren't as fatal and then stabbed him more. I can't tell by looking at it myself. Mm-hmm. That wasn't presented at court. So it's just speculation, but some of what we didn't really talk about when I, I listened to it again today, just to get myself ready again. Um, that he got up, Damon, he mm-hmm. got up and walked into the kitchen with her. Yes. So he was still able to function and speak and move his body around. And that's for however, thing. those couple of minutes, when did he Speaking. go sit back down? She, so and lay she down. told him to sit down. Okay. And then he did kind of like slump over. You, I, so at, mm-hmm. at that point, he was too weak, I would imagine. And kind of. And some, you know, towards the end, there's lots of times where you read about it, that your body just bursts out adrenaline. So for how, a few minutes, you're like, pop, 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 pop. And it's it, the, the speaking part is what's interesting, though, too, is with having chest wounds. Um, again, I can't remember if his had punctured the lung or not. Sorry for details. Uh, that, but that was his I know, brother. Yes, true. And. It's again. It's in that region, but it's like you. You think would he have been able to really speak that well if it didn't hit his lungs? I'm sure. I mean, he probably could. I don't know. It's like it's hard for me to look at that detail and determine medically what that would mean. But it's also possible, depending on what he died from, being up walking around. If he's if he died from like hemorrhage from bleeding out, basically, then if he's up walking around, he's able to. Then that would make that blood pump faster. Mm -hmm. Could have could have shortened his timeline as well. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. But I know that's. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's so hard to speculate, but if we're right. going on the 10-minute time frame, it's tight. It's tight. But if we only need a few more minutes, if that time frame was 20 minutes, even 15 minutes, then it might seem like it's possible. It's just, there's just so many details about it that are so bizarre. Like, why a mm-hmm. sock? And with so few, so little blood evidence on it. Yeah, that seems weird. Too. And from both of them, it just, yeah. wow. It's so crazy. So the 911 phone call, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about before we go on about how not even so much her, but the 911 operator. So this entire phone call, we don't talk about performing CPR on either of the children. We didn't talk about this last time. Um, Darren was, but I don't think in any way, shape or form, they relay that on the call. So the 911 operator wouldn't have known. She she didn't direct them to. That's what I'm saying. Right. So would that not be the first thing that you would do? Like, I mean, right off the bat, as soon as she's calling and she's like, oh, they killed him. They killed him. She's like, who killed them? I'm like, what do you mean? Right. What do you, do you what? know who could have done this? Like, or whatever. It's like, and, and then she's saying that her children were, were stabbed. Mm-hmm. You're not like, are they breathing? Check their pulse. Right. Okay. Now we're going to do CPR. Like now we're going to do this. Like you don't, not Apply one time for either of the children. Right. Yeah. No pressure. Where's the fucking wound? Right. Like she doesn't say shit. Yeah. It is weird. Like she's focusing a lot on dispatching, which is, you know, good, but you're supposed to be helping the children that's why i'm calling you so you can help me take care of business until the paramedics get here she spent time asking questions not just ask me a stupid fucking questions in the moment of children dying yeah and so for me that's what this whole thing is just fucks me up that it's all of it it's the 911 operator it's it's the mom it's the family at the cemetery like it's Mm -hmm. everybody i don't it's weird and the way that 
the like nurses and doctors what they say versus what's in their notes it's like you just it's so hard to trust any of the evidence and what anyone's saying and doing in this at any angle mm-hmm. of this case it's so bizarre and the you know the police planting the recording devices at the um on the tombstones yeah. and whatnot you know and then pleading the fifth about that in trial it's just it's so strange. Seems like this fucking weird ass conspiracy. It does, but it's like, to who who has the mo- most motive to, or who's the one conspiracy? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Who's the one doing it? I, you know, yeah. I don't know. Or are they both? Is, are they on every side? I don't know. <sighs> There's there are rabbit holes in this mm-hmm. case that you could go down for sure. All right, so we did not cover all of the evidence in part one, but what we did discuss was a bloody knife that came from the knife block in the home, so the murder weapon is from the house. We have jewelry untouched on the counter, blood that has been cleaned up in the sink, a broken wine glass that seems to have landed on top of Darley's bloody footprints, a vacuum cleaner that has been knocked over with blood under it, a cut screen in the garage to gain entry, no real signs of struggle per the investigator, a sock that is known to be Darren's sock, has fibers from his shoes, and a drop of blood from Devin and Damon, found 75 yards away down the alley behind the house that went between theirs and the neighbor's homes, and Darley's diary, and a video of the family laughing and spraying silly string on the children's grave as a celebration of Devin's birthday one week after the murder. There's a lot. But still not all of it. Hmm. I mean, some of that sounds like a struggle, though. Like, you have a vacuum cleaner's knocked over, you have a glass that's broken. I mean, that's a little bit of a struggle. Right. In, it's so hard to cover, again, every avenue of this case, because sometimes, you know, I'll go down one rabbit hole, and it's like, it's, well, he said this, she said that. It's like, you can't. But I will say, there are pictures of the crime scene having looked like it had been moved like there is a a picture of the vacuum looking upright then it's knocked over and then Uh, there's like an image like an angle of the wine glass that doesn't look like it has any blood underneath it um did it get moved on top of a bloody footprint you know it's like it's i'm not trying to say they did that but it it is hard to ignore i wouldn't put it past them yeah but did this happen in manitowoc right but why why then would the police have anything to do with that? Who were they to them? Because sometimes the police, and I'm not saying all police, and I'm, I'm talking about bad police, sometimes they are so set on getting their guy that they will do things to help that case along. Okay. I don't think they do those things thinking they're framing an innocent person, but like in the Stephen Avery case, I absolutely believe that's what happened. I think they thought, this guy's guilty. We can't let him get away. How do we make sure he doesn't get away? And, and then they planted evidence to make that happen. And, That's my opinion. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like that happened as that was progressing. So they had time to decide. Like, the police would have had to have made that choice right then. Those first couple of hours of being in the house, you would have had to. Like, with Stephen well, Avery, the planted... Okay, that's true. But I assume... So, you know, they could have taken some of the ones that you see where the vacuum's upright or whatever first initially and then the other ones later after the investigator had walked through because after James Cron walked through that house, within a couple hours, they they were honed in on Darley. So it very well could have been that they were like, all right, well, how can we kind of help this look a little bit more like 
Starley did it. Or right, it it's hard to accuse anyone of anything. Right, you know, I don't, and I don't want that they did that. We're just we are speaking right. all the angles. Exactly, here. exactly. All the all the possibilities. possibilities. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's also Jinx. a strange possibility. <laughs> It's also a strange, you know, possibility that Darley, you know, slit her own throat. I mean, these are some strange possibilities in this, right. in this episode or in this case. And Darley Routier is the number one, if not only suspect investigators honed in on, like we mentioned, and they began suspecting her right away. She was arrested four days after the Silly String video on June 18th, 19. 19- June 18th, 1996, and is charged with murdering her sons, but the prosecution only proceeded with Damon's murder and not Devin's. Due to his age, they could seek the death penalty and keep Devin um, on the table for in the future if she does not get convicted of Damon's murder. Oh my gosh. Which is so strange to me that you can do that, like split one event and be like, well, I'll just go individually. Yeah. But I mean, it's smart for the prosecution if this person really did do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Can you fucking imagine if you are not guilty? Right. And that's the whole thing um, with Darley that we'll talk about. So. I could throw up. (laughs) Being hanged for your own child's murder. Yes. So there is no statute of limitations for murder in Texas, so they can keep him on the back burner. Okay. Um, And on January 6th, 1997, Darley's trial begins. This is only seven months after the incident and Darley's arrest, and it lasts until February 4th, 1997. This is less than a year after. So is she in, uh, is she in jail this whole time while this is happening, or she did she is. get out? Yep, she was arrested, was it a little over a week after and the murder? she didn't post bail? Or she didn't Oh, uh, you know bail? what? I didn't see that detail. Okay. I would imagine she probably, uh, well, they were, they were broke, though. I they may have given her bail. Right. I mean, yeah, it depend, right, especially for maybe a minor. You just don't get, yeah. Or it would have been incredibly high, like millions. Mm-hmm. Um, she is ultimately convicted and sentenced to death, and she is shuffled off to death row. So there's no way, again, we discussed, there's no good way to dissect the evidence. We'll, we'll kind of try to look at it from all the angles. Darley's innocent. Darley's not innocent. Um, no is she on death row? Oh. She is on death row. Holy shit! Yeah. So that's what I was saying. It It's crazy to think about. So she is... She- I don't know why in my head I was thinking, maybe because I was watching the video of the silly string and all that, that she was not in jail. That she didn't... Oh, oh wow. right. Because that was before she got arrested. Holy shit. Yeah. So, I mean... We can talk. We'll talk about it later, though. Too. Yeah. But we can say it now. She is in death on death row, and she's still waiting on a final, or I don't know if it's her final appeal or on on appeal. Um, it's still to this day. But if she does by chance win an appeal, they'll still go after her for Devin's murder, if they still believe at that point that she's guilty. <sighs> Which they don't have any reason to believe that. I mean, it seems like in a lot of cases, even if someone like. You know, takes an offer plea, whatever it is, and gets out. They're just like, well, we have our guys, so so I right. Unless they have no avenue to come after her, they have no reason to drop it. Even if they tell them she did, she we don't think she did it. Right. In a lot of cases, they don't. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it it'll be interesting if and when the DNA evidence gets. It still has not been tested, but once that gets tested, what the results of that are and what they would proceed with, because. 
I mean, they could still argue she'd have, she had a part in it or something. I mean, that you'd never know. So she could, she would, I would say most likely still go back on trial for Devin's murder, which is a bummer for her. She really is innocent. I am shocked. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bail this changes. I don't think they could afford it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Bail was a million. So. And sometimes they don't let you do 10% or. He literally said they had like $3,000 that he could use for it. So. Oh. Yeah. He didn't pay it. Whatever happened, he didn't pay it. I mean, they were, they had racked up some pretty good debt already, as it were, so. And they were behind their mortgage, so they they weren't going to be able to, I, he does ultimately lose the house and, you know, all their fancy stuff during her defense, but. I, <laughs> I you guys, I literally you did not, I'm shocked. I know, because you I'm see this beautiful shook. home and this beautiful couple and they're, they have all these nice things and then it's like. That in was, my whole opinion probably would have i mean i'm glad i didn't but i just yeah. feel like i would have felt d- much differently had i known that as you were telling me all this <laughs> at least known the ending the end result holy yeah. shit yeah okay yeah but ready. i'm ready now. you know I, I mean if it helps balance the scales a little bit the innocence project is working with her now really so so we'll keep a she little balanced view on this Catherine and- zellner Kathleen, I know that. Oh, okay. I'm just saying they need, she needs her. If she's innocent. If she's guilty, she probably doesn't want Kathleen Zellner. Who's that? She's a bad bitch. That's Ryan Ferguson and Stephen Avery. And I don't know who, did she have a high profile before that? I'm sure she's she's big. Yeah. That's the first time I heard of her was yeah. for Ryan Ferguson, who had gone through several, several, several lawyers. Mm-hmm. I will do that case. I I still have not looked that one up, so I'm that I can fucking do it. Surprised. Ryan Ferguson, get at me. Okay, so on talking about evidence in Darley's case, we'll start with the point of entry, which is actually also the point of exit, in that is the window that they find the slashed screen. And it's in their garage. Okay. So they had these large floor, almost floor to ceiling windows. So they did say, if you recall, on the last one we talked about um, the, I believe we talked about that there was no dust on the windowsill and that um, they, t- they feel like there was a knife in the house that had fibers from the screen so the dust on the windowsill and the oh and the mulch so underneath so the um the dust in the windowsill is it's like six inches off the ground you'll easily step over the windowsill so i don't know why they made a big stink about that and the mulch is only comes up to the first two the second two and it's the back window is it's cement like a whole cement walkway from the gate to the window so i don't even know why they brought that kind of information in um, and then talking about the knife that they think came from inside the house that had a fiber on it. The fiber was so small, the defense could not run their own testing because it was so degraded after the prosecution ran theirs. They did say it matches the, the window screen and that it would have been larger than the um, fingerprint dusting brush. However, we can't say for certain because only one side got to do the testing, A, and B, they did say it was so small um, that it would have been hard to tell. And they also um, brushed the screen first before they brushed the knives. So there could have been a transfer of fibers okay. just from that. Also found on that screen was a blonde hair. 
However, it belonged to a police officer that at the station that wasn't even processing the scene, was not even at the scene. So there's some transference of you know stuff in this case that is what the <laughs> fuck are you past. talking about yeah that's that's scary right are you kidding me so it just kind of qu- makes you question the validity of some of the other stuff that they claim especially if the if the defense didn't get to test that fiber how can you say for sure i mean i feel like it's that lady police officer right her DNA is there on the screen. That's Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> to be fair, if that's the case, I've probably murdered a lot of people. My hair is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought about that before. How many places am I just like? But think about finding that. Like, I never went there, but Carl was just at my house. We used to be like, okay, he's just gonna carry your hair all the way there, and she's gonna magically fall off onto the screen. But what are the motherfucking chances of that, too? The whole time it could have fallen off, whoever it was on. Right. It falls off right when you're standing in front of the screen and attaches itself to the screen. That's fucking, that's fucking weird. But it's possible if she was trying to look at the slit in the screen maybe and like got too close and rubbed her head against it. She wasn't there. there. Oh, she wasn't there. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Yeah. Was looking up. (laughs) No, she's at the station. I mean, it could have been or could have been in the bag. Could have been in the back. But so her hair was okay. On, yeah, that's possible. Her hair was on something, on something. and then yeah. just so happened to fall onto the screen. Right, well, then she's, at least where I'm we're looking for DNA. Maybe she had an itch, and she was just like, "Oh, like, this is a good spot." <laughs> my dad definitely used to do that. His DNA is all over the, the house. The house we used to live in. Oh I mean, my god, DNA like it's scary. There's yeah. More issues with the garage being the point of entry and why they think this was staged is that there was a large dog cage partially covering the window. There was a they had a lot of clutter and they had a lot of clutter in this garage. And they say that dogs typically deter intruders. So if you see this big cage, but if it's in the dark and you just I don't know, maybe you just thought it was a shelf. I, I'm not sure. I I could see both ways where people would have just like ignored that, or I can see why they'd be like dog big dog cage means big dog i shouldn't be fucking with this place if it's just a random event and apparently there was not much like clutter knocked over either if we're talking about clutter and them running through you know in and out um in the dark so i did see pictures of the garage it did look a little disheveled i mean again there was a, a lot of clutter so i'm not sure that you could say that that looked organized either so i don't again it's just you could look at it either way was there, like, a clear path? There was a, a path, for yeah. sure. But there was, like, in one of the pictures, a garbage can, a small one, but a garbage can was, like, knocked into the pathway. So, I mean. Th- Maybe a, on the way out. Right. Could have kicked that. And it, like, you know, fell behind him. I, I'm not sure. And this person climbed in this window and then went back out this window. That's okay. the assumption. Yes. Um, however, there was no blood on like they said like on the wall like if you would have braced yourself or you know to get through because it although it was floor to ceiling window the the cut in the screen was lower so you were you are going to like kind of hunch over to crawl on through and there was no blood found there they they did also say that there was no blood in the garage but there are pictures of blood stains on the garage floor so i just don't okay <laughs> there's so many interesting details of this case but yeah so i I didn't see a specific picture of the window going out to, to know for sure. But and there's no, there's blood in the garage. 
But there is blood in the garage. Is there blood on the pathway once you get outside? No, that's another point. Or on the gate, which they said was locked, so he they would have had to jump over. And it's a tall gate. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you'd have to have blood on your shoes, right? Right. Unless uh, you miraculously didn't get any blood on you, and you after you dropped the knife, which was... There's blood splatter where the knife was dropped, just minimal. But maybe the the pathway that we're seeing is the knife. I don't know. Okay. I I don't know. I guess and obviously it was something that happened quickly, so maybe it just got on your like shirt or something. And maybe that's when you grabbed the sock because oh I don't know if I mentioned this in the first episode or not, but Darren said that they had a pile of old socks in the garage that they used as like cloth like cloths for i don't know cleaning what in the garage somewhere in the garage okay i don't know why you'd use old socks that sounds gross but they're not very big to use either either. right i don't i I mean but it's a dude men's sock so it's decent size you put it on your hand and you're like cleaning off okay yeah i can see that i didn't think about putting it like in your hand right yeah so it's possible that the dude grabbed that wiped his hand off or whatever he had blood on and disposed of the sock down the alleyway and Went on as bad as day. I, okay. I don't know. That's a possibility. So, let's see. Where were we at? Talked about the fibers. Okay, so we talk about the crime scene. The prosecution did say that there didn't seem to be much of a struggle in the house. Oh, real quick. I see in my notes here that I wanted to mention. Because they talk about, well, why did they take a butcher knife if they already had a knife to cut the screen? Mm-hmm. And my thought is, what if they just had a pocket knife? You know, you're not really going to want to... And you walk in and you walk through the kitchen. You're like, oh, I could use a bigger knife to, do, you know. Right. So, yeah, so, I don't know. But... It just seems so... Um, oh, lack of a better word, unorganized. Right. Because you don't know what you're fucking walking into. You don't know where in the house people are going to be. Absolutely. For sure. I need to have something and it just... Even I mean, I guess asleep, tons of people have, right, because tons of people have their butcher block just sitting right there, so. Mm-hmm. You'd, just... you'd, I'd feel like you'd come more prepared yeah. if you're planning on doing something like this. I, I don't know. So when we talk about the crime scene, there didn't appear to be much of a struggle in the house. Devin lay where he had fallen asleep that night, and Damon was found on the pathway to the kitchen. Again, he had been on his front side because the the EMT flipped him over and that's when he had his last what he said breath and Devin so Devin's blood is mainly just where he fell asleep that night Darley's blood is in the family room in the family room some on the couch in the kitchen so it's it's strange when you look at the house you come in from a hallway and to the there's a another little room I believe and then to the left back room is a family room. And then to the right of that is the kitchen, to the utility, to the garage. All in that area, Darley and Damon's blood can be found kind of throughout all of that. Devin's just in one area. But it's so weird. Darley's is almost like a perimeter of that area. Like De- Damon's is all in the middle, like all around the couch, all in the hallway, leading up to the kitchen and then Darlie's just like this perimeter like she walked the perimeter of the room it's it's so weird when you look at the blood map but i can see that though just fucking pacing Mm -hmm. yeah there were bloody footprints of Darlie's, but uh 
no other footprints per the prosecution. However, again, the defense does have photos of bloody footprints. They're very faded, but there it, it, there are footprints and they look they appear to be in blood. So I don't know again what's going on with all that. What what do you believe? What do you know? Um, but there you have it. The prosecution claims it's just Darley's bloody footprints, but there are pictures of boot prints or shoe prints. There's a there's also a broken wine glass. Did you have something to say? No, I was just thinking about that because she wouldn't have shoes on. Right. You were sleeping. Mm-hmm. And her husband shouldn't have his shoes on. Right. He does go and get a neighbor at some point in time. But then when he brings the neighbor back, the EMTs are already there. So the timeline of that, again, the timelines are so screwy with this because he was giving CPR. He wouldn't have put his shoes on to do that. He might have probably put his shoes on to go get the neighbor. I don't feel like I would have put my shoes on to go get the neighbor, but But maybe I don't put your shoes on to go outside. That's true. So it depends on if he's someone who wears shoes outside all the time or not. Right. He was just in a pair of jeans. They didn't mention, I can't recall if they mentioned shoes or not. There are picture or a picture of his shoes sitting by the front door with blood on them and blood splattered near them. Interesting shot. I don't know why blood would have been up there by the front. Again, maybe he did what did give Devin CPR and then ran to put his shoes on and ran through the. Okay, I guess that he had blood on him probably when the police came. They okay. He was doing CPR, right? So interesting, and and uh, we I'm talk. I'm going to talk a little bit more about some of this about uh, Darren's issues um, coming up here. But he did have. I'm sure he had blood on him because he was giving Devin CPR and he was. Uh, doing chest compressions he talks about how the air goes through you know the punctures Mm -hmm. but he also had blood like on the waistband of his underpants and so that seemed to mean something to her first defense team and then they were abruptly fired because they were gonna they were gonna go after darren i mean but if he came downstairs you would run downstairs with probably just your underwear and then put your pants on when you're going to go run over at the neighbor's house. I I tend to think if his pants are right next to his bed, he might. I could see him just jumping up and throwing them things on. Yeah, because I can't imagine you would come all the way downstairs, you're doing chest compressions on your kid who's dying, and then you're going to go back upstairs and get pants, and then come back downstairs to go to the neighbor's house when you're in the middle of panicking your kids. But you don't know that you need pants. I mean, your wife's just yelling, so... I mean, it's different, again, just as different for a lot of people. Because, like, we talk about Tony. Tony's not grabbing any fucking pants. No, Tony's absolutely not. Tony's going to fall, just fucking fly, going to fall down the stairs. No clothes on. He doesn't give a shit. But some people might. I think Jordan would, because he's he's tactical. He would be like, okay, put put my pants on, go see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. Raja's just going to lay there and let me. <laughs> He's like, hey, Beth, I think there's an intruder downstairs. Could you go check it out? I'm like, are you going to go? He's like, no. <laughs> what if someone broke into our house? He's like. Then we're all going to be dead. They did, yeah. I mean. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, um, thanks. You're like, I'm going down there. Good to know that you're freeze, apparently. I'm. I don't know. Fight, I guess. He's f- flight. He's, he's freeze. He'll be he's that is the flight. Fr- flight, fight, or freeze. I couldn't I get that. I don't know what I would be. I feel like I would, I'd be a flight, I think. I'd run. But I'm not sure. I'm, I, I feel like I would be all of them. I've been so terrified. Just give moment. me about 30 seconds. And I'll, right. r- I'll go through all of those at the same time. <laughs> it's probably me too. <laughs> uh, so there's also broken wine glass with Darley's footprint underneath it. Now Darren says he wakes up. 
here's the glass break, which is odd to me if you sleep through someone stabbing your kids and all that. And then it's like, oh, I heard a wine glass break. And that's what woke me up. I don't know. And then Darlie scream. It's, it's, I don't know. I think it's almost equally as weird to me if someone's stabbing your kids that Darlie and Darren both slept through it. I feel like they'd, at least one of them would cry out because unless there was two people, one kid had to be done first and then the other. And I think that, I don't know. It's possible that there would be. It'd be hard. You're right, though. It would be hard because he has to get in there and stab one of the children with nobody waking up and then stab the other one with still nobody waking up or making any noise. Because even the motion of that, it's still going to make. Kids that scream out. Because we've had this conversation before. Some people just wouldn't. I don't, I they would be in shock. You'd be dreaming. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. sure what's happening. I think I would fight, but I don't think I would. I, that's just yeah. Different. So I think you're, yeah. So that's the thing. But also, if you're, okay, so you're the mom. You have, how old is the baby? Seven months. Seven month old. So you're downstairs sleeping partly because you're exhausted. The baby's keeping you up all night, making so much noise. And there was some focus on, I'm not necessarily you, but like when we were telling the story, how, you know, it, well, she wouldn't, she, she, she doesn't sleep through things and she's a light sleeper, but she slept through this. But also if you're an exhausted mom, I'm a light sleeper. And if you're to the point where you've been up late for the last, yeah. whatever, then maybe this is just happens to be the night that you crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're not going to sleep through maybe all of that stuff, but it's possible that it took longer to wake you up. I wonder too. So both of the boys were stabbed in the chest. Yes. Why was she not stabbed in the chest? That's a great. Put a pin in that if you would. That's a great question. Okay. I will actually address that here. In okay. A so it, it, anyway, with the glass breaking, he hears that he wakes up. Then he hears Darlie screaming. That per his his story, but that still could mean. Darley had already ran after the intruder and in her frantic state knocked the glass over where she came back and was screaming. Mm -hmm. So that still doesn't mean much to me that the glass was on top of her bloody footprint. I don't get why that's so important that 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 happened, that that fell on top of her footprint. I don't. It's weird. Right. Because either way, you're saying it kind of happened during the tussle. Right. So she would have already been in the kitchen and already been bleeding and then it happened as yeah. he was running away or whatever. So it would have still been on top of her Still could have been on top of it, footprint. even if there had been an intruder, mm-hmm. not not staging it. Yeah. But the prosecution thinks it was staged. Okay. There was a va- vacuum cleaner knocked over with blood underneath it. The defense argues there is a photo with the vacuum standing upright, so that has been moved. There are really photos of the scene where you can see items have been moved. People who are convinced of Darlie's guilt will say, you really think they are just, you think that all these people are really just staging a time or uh, staging a crime scene and all of the, I mean, if you think one person has done it, fine, but like all of these different people would have to go along with this. Mm -hmm. I could see why that would be unlikely. I think there's also people in this world who are great at their job and can spin a great narrative and get people on board with this too. So, and I mean, there's also this camaraderie too with these professions, you know, the colleagues and okay, yeah, I see where we're going with this. Let's get on board. Let's team, you know, work as a team on this. I, either way. 
There's also, I mean, how many people were in the crime scene when the pictures were taken? Just because there were a bunch of people there overall doesn't mean they were all Truly. there when the crime scene was. And, and those cops that, that first showed up may not remember may not have noticed that truly the, the vacuum was the up yeah these children are they alive are they dead what's going on true they may not have noticed that part as much and then you know you come back later and and investigate i don't know that's a guess i'm not a police officer but i like it i guess i get it mm-hmm. there was jewelry on top of the counter that was not stolen blood in the sink that appeared to be cleaned up and was only seen when they sprayed luminol in Darley's defense, she did say she was wetting the towels. And if she was trying to cover it up, I don't know why she wouldn't have then cleaned up the large stain right. So as you're standing against the sink, you know, where your shirt gets wet, right there was a large drip down on the front of the cabinets then too of blood. I don't know why that wouldn't have been. I mean, you have some mass chaos going on. You might not have just saw that. You just can see the top and you're just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. Moving on. I can see that, but it's pretty obvious when you look at a picture of it. It's right there. But yeah, truly in chaos, in it, you know, if we're talking about a tight time frame, she might not have. And the fact that there wasn't any blood in the sink. Like, fine, you're wetting towels and all that, but your half of your throat was slit. You're fucking dripping blood. Right. You're dripping blood. Your arms, you're dripping she blood from at- your arms. So you should have splatter of blood all over that fucking sink. On the sink, all splashed up on the sides of it. And you just wetting towels and then going back out there, there should still be residue of blood around, more around the sink. Yeah. Um, I can't recall how much there was or little there was now that I think of, but we'll definitely post some of these Photos. Yeah, I have to. I have to or, look at those. Ones, yeah. those. You know, just to and, and I could be totally I, off. In I my opinion, it would seem like there'd be more splatter there. That when you're just wetting towels, you're not going to get every single splatter is not going to get rinsed down the sink. Right. Well, and so the the defense thing or the prosecution thinks that that's where she slit her throat. But my thing is, again, if you're staging a crime scene, if you're if you're thinking about staging, why wouldn't you slit your throat where you said your your throat was slit? Why right. would you do it over the sink? There's yeah. not even a mirror or something over the sink where she was like looking makes, at. Maybe make sense why it was the way it was. It, right, but it just doesn't make sense to me that it if you're claiming that she did it in the sink and then staged the cleanup or whatever, clean it up to try to stage that she was, didn't do it there. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't she have the forethought to stage it at the area where she was, where she had, Yeah, I don't know. You want the blood all over the couch where you thought your, your throat was slit. Is that the picture of the sink? Yeah. 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 Do you Mm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot more than what, so to me too, that's a lot. So, I feel like that is a little odd. It's odd that there's that much on the front of the sink, but then also odd that there is no residue in the sink because that means your shirt is pretty soaked right there to leave such a large impression. We'll try to put those on the show notes. Why are you wetting towels? Why would there be any in the sink if that's not where you had, you know slit your throat or whatever but then i get the wedding the towels i cannot i can i can get on i can get on board with that but but too i mean like i think too if you're slitting your throat right there there would be more splatter Mm -hmm. like on the window even not to be graphic but like you think about your arteries and spraying i don't or even just like i said even if she did have her throat slit by an intruder 
in the in the living room mm-hmm. and then came in there and was wetting towels. There would be more happening, I feel like. Yeah. There would be drips She was everywhere. holding a towel to her neck at that okay. point, I think. Okay. But still. Well then, maybe. And I don't know how... Her arm? I mean, it was to the bone, so that gotta be fucking seriously. just drip, drip, dripping. Truly. I... I don't know. Weird. It's it's all weird. Word of the day. Weird. They do. Word of the day. Absolutely. This is all very weird. And Darren even in, uh, I thought I had notes on this. It might be later on. But Darren even says in court that they're like, what was Darley doing? Because the prosecutor's like, she was in wedding towels. She didn't even, there weren't even any towels there. Well, first of all, there is, again, a picture of towels. And D- D- uh, Darren even says that she was going and getting towels and then, what was she doing like while you were giving CPR? He's like, she was trying to hold Duffin's chest together. Sorry for details, but they act like she had no active role in their care and both Darley and Darren say otherwise. Right. So another interesting part of the moving time or crime scene is the boy's insurance paperwork was found in pristine condition right next to the couch. So there's a, a picture of these file folders with nothing on top of them next to the couch. And a pillow flipped over that looks like a couch pillow that was blood-soaked. Then there's a picture of the paperwork sitting neatly on top of the file folders next to the couch. Then there's a, pa- a picture of the, pa- the paperwork kind of like, looked like it had toppled over like on the couch and all pristine, no blood splatter, whatever. And they prosecution claims these are the boys insurance papers which shows that she was looking at their insurance papers that night which granted it is strange if that's what was sitting next to her couch but it is i don't understand then why the moving crime scene why do you have pictures of all three of those scenarios right where is i mean do we know those were the insurance that's what they claim that's what they claim the prosecution okay the investigators all right they have proof of that is that but again you know i'm i'm sure it was taken into evidence yeah because i for that's weird that is weird that it was there right why there. why are those out right but again they only had five thousand a piece in life insurance so they really didn't have a ton of life insurance which is but but why are, they out? About, why are yeah, they out why are they why out why are they out but then why are they then further taken out and then placed on the couch? Why are you... It, it does feel... Sta- who's, who's the one stage yeah, you've seen? Yeah, because you know? the vacuum and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. So you mentioned luminol in the sink. Mm-hmm. Do they uh, look at what kind of cleaning supplies she uses or what other things can make luminol glow? Um, No, I, I'm because quite certain of that. Bleach can make luminol glow yeah really but the fact that that's not even where she went i mean she went straight to the fact that yes it was blood because i was doing this with the towels um but yeah that's ooh. i don't know i mean it could maybe she did say that as a lie to cover up because she's like oh shit i don't know why there's blood but i don't know why you'd cover up for something you didn't do i don't know right my mind goes in circles. Oh, yeah, time. absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so talking about blood, there was blood found again all over the first floor. Blood spots near Darren's shoes by the front door. Devin's blood again only found in his location and on Darley's shirt. He never moved and was not moved from the location by the paramedics. There was also trace amounts of Devin's blood in the sink. 
Darley's blood. So there we have it. There, I guess there was DNA found in the sink. Okay. Darley's blood and Damon's blood was all over. There Damon was, was up walking around, right? So right. Makes so it makes sense. How would his blood get into the sink? That one I don't know. But Damon's blood makes sense because he was up walking around. Yeah, and again, even if you're wetting towels, unless it's like you drip, I don't know how they how the boys' blood would be in this. Because it doesn't make it sound like she wet the towels and then took them over and cleaned them off and then wet the towels again and then took them over. You know, it seems like I just went in there, I got the towels wet and I brought them out. You know, there wasn't a lot of minutes after that. Maybe she did wipe up like some blood somewhere because she just went in like panic mode. It's like, there's so much blood. Oh my gosh, I need to. Yeah. Maybe. Or or maybe she was wiping the boys off some and like rinsing the t- I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or did she check on Devin first and get some of his blood on her and then and then get it in the sink while she's wetting the towels? I don't know how like that is. That's just a thought that I Yeah. Have. I mean again, And at that point is she not noticing what's happened to Damon? Yes, she like has. He's standing there, he's walking around. You're not During like during this you is don't... when she's apparently on the phone call with nine one one. Okay, so she, so apparently during all this, Damon has walked around some when she went to see when she went after. Okay, so what she claims is he's pulling on her shirt. She gets up, follows the intruder. He's coming along like with her, but I'll show you. I have it pulled up this blood map, which is so strange that it does look like he went also out towards the front of the house. So I'll try to turn my laptop around here without making too much noise. But you can see, so the red is Damon, the green is Darley, and the yellow is Devin. So Devin is just where he was at. Then we see, again, the entryway. Damon and Darley is... is you see, Darley's kind of like a perimeter around the whole downstairs, and Damon's all in the center. They're all down the front entryway into the kitchen and then into the utility and garage, which I would assume would be from the knife. I don't think that all of this is where Devin or Damon had gone, per se. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So why in the entryway there? Where is that? Where are I they think going? That, I think the entryway then goes up towards the front of, the, like, the front door and then the, um, the, the bottom of the stairs. Okay. To the upstairs. Okay. So there is mention that they say Damon was yelling out to Darren or, like, trying to get Darren because Darley was attacking. Darren never says he heard anything from Damon. The only thing he claims is that he heard glass break and Darley screaming and calling 911. So, I'm not sure. But it does show all three DNA in the sink. Okay. Okay. I wanted to double check that. Hmm. Look at that more later. Yeah. It's... I just need to stare at it (laughs) for a while. It's a... That's a lot. Like... There is a great website, darlyfacts.com that has everything photos of the crime scene the evidence i'll I'll link all this stuff in our in our show notes i highly recommend people go through it because there's a lot there's so much like there are avenues that i didn't even cover because like i said or like i mentioned before you just you go down one and then someone says something else and then someone says something else and it just gets into a battle of he said she said and you i just didn't want to muddy the story so, but there's, there's a lot of information that you can find out there in this case. Yeah. You can really dive deep into some court documents, everything. So there was blood on the couch. 
despite the prosecution saying that she cut herself at the sink. So she, her blood is on the couch. And I, like I said, I saw a picture of a couch pillow that looked soaked in blood. So I don't see where that's not a possibility. Um, again, we talked about the insurance paperwork and there was blood smeared on the door frame of the utility room that leads out to the garage. No blood found on the fence on the way out. And it, they, they claim it was locked, so they would have had to jump the fence. So I'm, I'm not sure how blood didn't get on there if they, if they had blood on them, if there was an intruder. And there's no DNA from anyone else. There's no blood. There's there no... is a pubic hair that was found that did not belong to anyone at the crime scene. And there is a, a fingerprint, a bloody fingerprint. And there is DNA, DNA testing that needs to be done. I'm not sure the extent of what all that is. If there is DNA that's been found that does not belong to anyone, that's not been widely like shown in this case. Very possibly because the prosecution didn't want that allowed or somehow got some... I mean, but she know. won't be able... She wouldn't be able to be put to death before they tested that no, DNA, that's right? that's why she still that's, hasn't been. Okay. It's, she's actually... Apparently, I don't know how long people stay on death row, uh, but... Decades. Yeah. They, well, how long, like, is the longest they will... I, I've read one that's over 30 years. There you go. I don't know what so the longest is, but I know I've seen one that's been over 30 years. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's more likely that she... And when was this? No, when? 96, 97. Yeah. Okay. So she's been on a long time. Going on, you know, it'll be 30 years and five years, so 25 years. Holy shit. So... Yeah, but they they still have they in one of her appeals she was granted the right to have this DNA tested, but that was back in two thousand and eight. So, you know, here we are. And wonder why that hasn't been done. Maybe because she can't they can't afford it, and she'd have to do it on her own. Or it's very possible backlog. I don't know. Um, the innocence project we like we mentioned is okay. working on her case and they just again in 2021 got permission to do the dna dna testing in october of 2021 so we're just about a year out from that oh but still it takes time. yeah yeah because there's backlogs and stuff so yeah so it is weird going back to the towels that she is rinsing the towels and that there's blood found in the sink the prosecution, again, like we talked about, uh, only th- says that there's a bloody footprint of Darley's. There are shoe prints that are pi- are pictured in some of the defense exhibits. There's also a bloody fingerprint that does not belong to anyone at the scene. They could not... It was... It, they say something about how there's not enough... Because it's made in blood, there's not enough ridges or identifying information on it. But it can still be tested. And now that it, we, are, we have gotten much more sophisticated is part of the DNA testing that's up for, you know, being tested. But it did not belong to, apparently did not belong to Darley, Darren, anyone that that processed the scene. They thought maybe it belonged to one of the boys, but the boys were unfortunately not fingerprinted before they were buried. And then they were buried with their hands, which is so sad. But they were buried together with their little hands clasped together. So they tried to exhume the body, but they couldn't. It, It was so degraded from them being like that, interred like that. So... That's fucking awful. Yeah. I know. It's awful. So there is those two things that could belong to someone else. The the pubic hair does belong to someone else. The fingerprint 
could okay with someone else um i'm not sure if part of the dna testing is seeing if one of the boys blood is or other kind of like skin cells i don't know in it I, i'm not sure what they would do shit to me now with this fucking police officer's hair being on the stuff i mean did any of the police officers go to the bathroom while they were there because then at that point it'd be super easy for pubic hair to be like bloop they did test the to the officers all the okay Mm -hmm. sticking with the blood still and speak well first rewind a little bit speaking of dna that could have belonged to somebody else they never scraped darley's fingernails either because they were so focused on her right off the bat which is unfortunate there was a blood spatter expert who testified about the blood spatter on darley's shirt but i don't love his testimony because he kind of changes it and actually several of his cases some high profile cases um were retried and partially because of his testimony being inaccurate oh shit so yeah so take it take it what you will with it but um, again, we talked about Darley Facts, the, the website. I'm going to take a quick quote from them um, regarding his testimony. So Bevel is the guy's name. Bevel informed the attendees. So this is before trial. He met with the defense and then during trial, what he says. So Bevel informed the attendees that the issues regarding the stains in question was that they contained a mixture of Darley's and her children's blood. As described above, the lab reports show Darley was the main contributor of each blood stain. Each individual stain contained a minor contribution from each of her children. But there was no way to determine how the stains became mixed. What's important is the location of these stains was on the back of her shirt, so he, he then in trial claims that it's splatter from her raising the knife and stabbing them. So that's why they have blood splatter on the back of her shirt. Okay. However, it's but it sounds like when he meets with the defense before, what he's saying is, well, actually, it's a mixture of all of their blood so if if an intruder had already stabbed the boys and was stabbing darley blood splatter you know whatever that wouldn't rule out an an intruder necessarily bevel during trial um later says that he attempted to suggest that the mixed blood stains occurred due to separate events involving cast off or blood splatter so then he tried to say he he it was kind of like semantics. Like he tried to be like, well, I said mixture, but what I meant was it was, they were layers of blood. All right. I don't, I don't know. So, but there's blood on the back of her shirt, mm-hmm. but you're laying down the whole time you're being attacked. You are laying on your back. Right. Passed out from being so tired, uh, your body's gone into shock because somebody just fucking stabbed you. But you're laying on your back the whole time because by the time you come to, he's leaving and you're getting up. Right. How did you get any blood on your back? Uh, so several things. She initially does say she fought with the intruder. I tend to kind of believe that is more true than her not, than her just sleeping through everything. Okay. So that would would be an explanation of it. Also, her shirt is what she wore on her body to, like, during everything. During, like, trying to, you know, go, like, sweating the towels for the boys, whatever. And then going to the hospital, it was then cut off her, but then just, like, placed in a bag. So if, it could have been saturated from other parts of her shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. The chain of 
um, control of evidence. I can't recall what they exactly how they call that, but was broken because they just put it in a bag and gave it to firefighters who actually took it back to their station. And then they were like, "Wait, we don't need this." And so they're like, "Police, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. So it's evidence, right? It's evidence, and it's. I think it was even like just haphazardly like kind of tossed into a bag because oh they were they were treating her as a victim. So that really? may, okay, I, that okay. Either way, yeah. so I think you know several things can be possible uh-huh. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the the transfer, you know, it's soaking through when you put it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you don't have to deal with blood to know that that happens. Any mom that has had a baby have a blowout and has thrown it in a plastic bag so you can take it to wash it later while you're trying to deal with the mm-hmm. baby in front of you right. knows that that's a thing. Right. Yeah, I didn't think Very about good. that because I was like, that's weird. Why would there be? And I get there be like, you're running around, you're doing some things, but still another weird thing. But that makes a lot of sense. And if you looked at the shirt after it had been thrown into the bag, then it doesn't fucking matter what it looks like. Right. Yeah. You can't use any of that. How could they even use that in court? You can't fucking use that. At that point, it's fucking tainted. Well, they did. Absolutely. Well, they fucking court. did. I know. <sighs> it's strange. Turns out they can do whatever the fuck they yeah, do. Yeah. You, you should look at the photos of the, the shirt, too. I mean, this, the splatters are small, too. So it's, it's, hard, it's hard to know. But it does sound weird that if, if it wasn't transferred from another part of her shirt, if the, you know, it had been properly put into evidence and all that, it is strange. You, I mean, that right. would have to be some kind of cast off, and she would not have been laying down for her. Right. But why does it keep happening where there's these things where you're like, oh, look at that. Yeah. You didn't do your fucking job. So that changes everything. You know, that just it, keeps happening a lot. Why? It's like everybody's in on it. There's so many times that I was like, she, oh man, she did it. No, well, maybe she didn't because, you know, mm. no, she, no, she didn't do it. There's so mm, many, because there's man. so many times. That you can look at evidence completely one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. I mean, one last mention of the DNA, the blood evidence, is that there was blood, of course, on the knife, but it was only Darley's and Damon's. Devin's blood was not on the knife. What? So this could support the intruder theory that more than one knife was used. More than one person had come in. One person must have or potentially stabbed Devin while the other got Damon and then attacked Darley because Damon was right there with her. No fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah. You believe that? We're, we're trying to wrap our minds around one intruder. Now we're talking about two intruders. Yeah. Where's the other knife? Still at the house? Is there a missing knife? Yes. Uh, that is the front. The This is the back. Oop. That's, That's the, the back. back. Um, n- n- no. <laughs> her shirt? Yeah, yeah. The back of her shirt. Holly's looking at a picture of it. That's a lot of blood. Yeah, it could have easily been transferred. Yeah. Seeing it again helps refresh Wait, my... Let me see the front. Oh. No. She looks like she fell into a puddle of blood. Yeah. So that's definitely not from the front. If those were backwards, then possible. That would have to be the front. And no fucking way her throat... Are you sure that's not the front... Because if, if her throat was slit, if her throat was slit, so let me see the front again because the front only shows. Oh no, there is there is some of Dave, Damon's and Devin's. Yeah, I, I, it could have been mislabeled on the website. I will say, okay. but that's what it, how it's labeled on in the. Um, her throat was slit on the front of the back. I mean, excuse me, on the right or the left. On the on her right, so she would have had to use her left hand. So that would make sense. That would be the right. Yep. Side. Yeah, but that's yep. not very much. 
I know, but I'm just saying if it's if it's reversed, it's that does. Side. So on the front of her shirt, it's showing a, a blood splotch right where it, her neck would have been yeah. cut. Mm-hmm. And then, but the back of her the back shirt is a lot more bloody. But she's is laying down and it's running backward. Yeah, and then she gets. Uh, oh, that's a good you know support of her laying down when she was stabbed too. Because but right. still, that would pull. Oh, down your shirt it's it would here but it'd have to for that blood to go all the way back i mean they would have had to cut her like way back here even laying down i mean only a little bit it's gonna come your head's probably up just a little on your pillow it's, true gravity's gonna force it to come down your chest versus that much to go down your back and then be dripping down your back to cause that doesn't make sense no matter what way you spin it Looks like she literally fell. Was, we'll put the picture on, on there. There's no way that blood from here would go this way. But you're you're up a little, so you're laying on a pillow. So well, you're tilted just a little bit. But what if she right? did get? What if she did get up? What if she did get up though and, and fight with the intruder for a minute and then like we lay, talked about, yeah, lay back, lay back yeah. down mm-hmm. on the couch and yeah. she's flat on her back. Yeah, yeah. it had to be a lot. I mean. That's what it looks like is that there was already a big giant pile of blood on the ground and then you just like laid on top of it. It's like the whole back of her shirt. Are you ready yeah. for a stretch? What if her couch is covered in plastic and so it just pulled? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why? It would definitely soak into your couch. I was like, wait a minute. What if it's... Yeah. What it, if she's like, There no was no plastic, actually. It, it, that, it's another it's odd thing that... It, <sighs> it, and the little amount of blood from her kids i would have had you know well everyone reacts differently we got to take that into account but you would have thought that she would have would have smothered, smothered myself or, on you like yeah you just would have picked but, but even if you're checking them their blood and then not getting that on your shirt somehow i mean i guess if you're going in wedding towels i don't know maybe she didn't get much of their blood on her because it was on her hands but she's wetting these towels and she's holding these towels yeah yeah hmm another interesting fact was that Darren's hair was found on the blade of the mur- murder weapon. All right, but he lives there, so... Yeah. But if we're going to talk about all the coincidences or, or all the things with Darley, we got to think a little bit about uh, Darren, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So did they find... They don't know the murder weapon for... The first boy. For Devin. So, Devin. Oh, I did forget to mention the prosecution says, well, maybe it just wasn't on one of the four swabs we took or this or that. But I think you would have swabbed You're telling it me more? you're swabbing a knife to find DNA and you just admitted to me that you might not have found DNA on the knife that you're DNAing? That's a Are you fucking kidding? Point. That's a great point. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, so how many times DNA does that can... happen when right. you're testing DNA that, oh, well, maybe it's on a different part? I'm yeah. sorry. You didn't test all You didn't the test the whole fucking part, right? What do you mean? What do you mean? You would test the part that's uh, most likely. And uh, if Devin, I would have to say Devin was probably attacked first because he was older. I think he would have, I don't know. I, to me, I guess I've always imagined he was the one that went first, especially I think because then it jump-started the, the timeline with Damon. So I think they've assumed that Devin would. So either way, he would have had to have, if you're plunging the knife in him, he's got his blood all up and down that blade. And then you're going to... I don't see why someone would wipe it off if, you, if you're if you carelessly attacking some people. Oh, yeah. You, sure. It would be then when you're stabbing Damon, it would be on there. There would be there would be mixture, blood mixture. There yeah. would have had to have been. Yeah. 
and all over. I mean, you're not just going to have like little splatters of blood. Like if you like when if you were to have slit someone's throat, I could see where maybe blood didn't get on the entirety of the knife. But these are deep puncture wounds into his torso. You cannot tell me that they're just like the the four swabs they took just happened to not have De- Devin's blood on it. No, mm, that's what the hell so that's what we were when i told you to put a, p- a pen in it yeah i was just gonna Darren. say i was just gonna bring that yep. up like are we gonna so talk he, about that so he um he had the blood on his underwear and then his hair was on the knife and then his sock is the one that's found 75 yards away and i bet he could have run especially 75 yards yeah because we run don't back him for 49 seconds on that 911 call do we know if he went out the front door or the like out the garage when he went to the neighbor's house? We don't. I think the neighbors lived across the street, so he would have Probably gone the through the front. So that might explain the blood like near his shoes and stuff. Right. Because he has to have blood on himself if he's doing a CPR. CPR. Otherwise, that story is bullshit. He has right. To be- he has to have blood. Right. So his shoes should have blood because your hands definitely have blood and right. you're just going to put your fucking shoes on. And take off. Right. And you didn't say that you washed your hands at the sink, which would have then made sense why there was blood in the sink. Hmm. So he could have already left when she was calling 911. And... That would mean that they're both in on it. That's a, that's a large theory. Yeah. I'll touch on that a little bit more, too, but... In Waddell, there is somewhere in official documentation. I could not find it. Like in his testimony, there's pages and pages of testimony that if you are interested in this trial, look through it. It's very interesting. But he does make mention somewhere he saw someone on the front lawn. We think that it was Darren. Could have been because during the process of him, like grabbing his, you know, getting out of his car or whatever, grabbing his firearm because he was not on duty. He was actually a. I believe Waddell was also a retired officer who's just in the area who heard on the radio, on his radio, you know, I think he, you know, listens in or whatever and heard that was like scooted over there. He was not officially like dispatched. Sees the person on the lawn, grabs, goes to like get out of the car and the person's gone. We think that that could be Darren going over to the neighbor's house. And him going right back in the door. And yeah. So that's why he didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, all that. Did the neighbor, where was the neighbor? They were asleep, but they do confirm that Darren went over to their house at 2.34 or whatever And they they didn't come down there? They did. Karen um, McNeil, I believe, is their last name. She was a nurse, and she did go to the house. So he went over there because she was a nurse. But by that time... But she didn't follow him over there? Because she should have... She did. She followed Darren. So... We are thinking the thought process is maybe Darren ran out the sock and then scooted back over to get Karen, the neighbor, and then bring her to the house. But the police officer only saw a guy, a man. Right. Not a woman with him. Right. It would have meant Darren would have had to come back through his yard to then go to Karen's house. Okay. 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 And that would have been what I would have seen him on his way to Karen's. All right. But it, there's and then just so he's going into the, the house, time, so he then doesn't believe... notice. But then, okay, yeah, okay. Then then him and the nurse come into the house, which wouldn't seem odd yeah. because you went to go get her to get some help. Okay. Yep. 
The timelines are just so screwy. It's it's hard. It's also screwy. It's also screwy. <laughs> just tell us what happened, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I wish I could. <laughs> So actually what I think I told you to put a pin in was the injuries. And we'll talk about that now. The fact that the boys were stabbed in their trunks or their torsos. Devin did actually have slice marks to his arms and legs. And it was mentioned that that could have been defense wounds. Um, but he, he, his were fatal quickly because he did not. That's the, Devin was the boy that did not move. Again, both boys, multiple stab wounds to the chest. Darley, however, did not. And... They make note of the fact that she had, I don't know how, I think it was recently, gosh, I'm not exactly sure, but she had a, they made point of saying it was a five grand, but a very expensive boob job for you know, those times or whatever. So okay. she had gotten a boob job and they made a point that they think that if the, if it was Darley and or Damon or Darren, excuse me, staging this, these injuries or if he helped her stage it or whatever, they would not have stabbed her in the torso because they would not have wanted to puncture her. <laughs> I wasn't job. even thinking it like that. I was thinking it like it would fucking kill her. Oh, yeah, true. Well, that too. And to me, let's talk about it. Okay, you're coming inside. I'm about to murder this mother and her two children. I'm going to kill the mother first. Why am I going to stab a child sleeping right next to his live mother? She is going to wake up. True. And not only did I do Unless you one, the but then I did another one and you still didn't wake up and I'm choosing to do you last. Right. And after I have stabbed the two of them, I am going to choose not to do that to you. I mean, you think that you, if and then I'm going to point run. is just to kill them and like rob them, you would definitely take out the adult first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's strange. I don't, I don't have much of an explanation for it. Hmm. Actually, I, I do have one theory for that. Okay. So we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit about how that time frame could make sense or why that would could, that could make sense. Although the doctors at trial claim that Darley's wounds were superficial, there are doctor's notes that show the platysma muscle, um, a muscle covering that area. I was going to say, let's reiterate that word yeah. there. <laughs> so if you kind of stretch your neck out a little bit and like lean your head to one side and you feel that muscle mm-hmm. right there. Oh, yeah. That's the platysma muscle. So they would call anything, I mean, kind of feel that skin. I mean, it's, it's a thinner area of, well, I mean, there's a, there's a layer of, of skin, but it's not like a layer of fat by any means covering that between your neck and your platysma. So it's, it's not that deep to hit that muscle, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. But they, but to get through it, it requires a little bit of force. And she was only two millimeters from her carotid artery. So they were calling it a superficial wound at trial. However, their doctor's notes do say the platysma muscle was punctured. And one of them, I can't remember if it was one of the doctors that that testified that it was superficial or if it was a, uh, someone for the defense, said that per doctors like you can't you you either call it you know critical or superficial like we don't have like much more of a measurement than that but they said for a neck wound if it goes if it punctures the platysma muscle that's definitely not a superficial wound okay so that was punctured the carotid sheath is over the carotid artery was not and that's the only the, the sheath is what the only thing that was between the blade or the cut and her artery which had that been 
cut, she would have died. All right. They did, the prosecution did note that they, there was what they called a hesitation nick by the wound. So like she kind of started and stopped and then started again. And the way it was angled down, she would have had to use her non-dominant hand. And then separate, but on the same path, was then another puncture by her collarbone. So there's a slice, pretty much the width of her neck. Not quite. But it goes down. But it goes right? down, yeah. so kind of onto her her collarbone on the right side a little bit. And then on a little bit below her left area of her collarbone, there's another puncture. And then she has one on her right arm. Okay. So all, okay. There are theories that Darren helped Darley with her injuries in his attempt to help cover up what she had done. They have this weird bond and connection. I mm-hmm. I, I could I could see where even... Which is, for me, oh, why they would both be fucking weird at the cemetery. And they both were. They but it both doesn't, were. But everybody was fucking weird. So then yeah. you're like, if it was just them, then you'd be like, well, I understand why you're both acting like that because you, you know. Right. But everybody was being weird. Everyone was being weird. But they were being the weirdest. Like, there's... I don't know how much of the interview we watched, but Darren like goes on and on and on just smiling. And I mean, it's talking about memories, but it's not like specifically like, oh, I just really miss them. Like they used to do all this stuff and they were such beautiful, bright boys. It was like, yeah, we used to do this kind of stuff. And, you know, like they really, yeah, it was fun. And like it was it was so unemotional. Mm-hmm. It was like bizarre that and it was had that been like years later, I would have been like, OK, he's dealing with it but a week after they had been murdered and he's not a sobbing mess about it talking about them and we have no idea we have no idea who's done this no idea so you're worried about you should still be terrified that somebody's going to come back and finish the job and take your other child and right (laughs) but if it's them why do they kill only two of the boys yeah I don't know. Maybe they didn't have a life insurance policy on the baby yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why. But the life insurance policies weren't that much on the older boys. Right. It's not like you're going to, you know, be rich off of that money, especially if you are now broke living in this house. You can't afford right. all these things. But if we afford. say maybe he didn't know and she went into a psychosis and was very, had a horrible postpartum depression. And, and so it just happened. And then he's like, shit, 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 shit. And it's only them two because what if they she's were like, who was there. I didn't mean to, Darren. I didn't yeah. mean to, Darren. I'm like, I just... Right. I don't know if that could happen, I, I you know? I don't know what happened. How did this and happen? And in the beginning, she could have just been like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then... Yeah. Then it has to be like, okay. He's like, we need to make this look, you know, uh-huh. real. And I don't... You know, I don't know. It's very possible that he could have helped. There are a lot of people... Don't mind my eyes if you can hear it. Sorry. <laughs> it's thirsty. They only think, but there are a lot of people that think that they both had something to do with it. If they both had something to do with it, and she's taking the fall, what a bitch. Right. Are you fucking kidding? Not that they both shouldn't rot in fucking gross hell, but... But I could see that if they both did it and, like, they really thought she was going to get let off and she didn't, and then him being like, well, you can't point the finger at me too, otherwise we'll both be in prison and our only son that's left will not have a father and we have to work on proving your innocence and not... Fuck that. I'd throw Roger's ass right <laughs> Yeah. It was his fucking idea. My son needs his mother. He did yeah. it. 
I just woke up to him attacking me, but he threatened me and told me that if I told you, it would all be him. Yep. I totally yep. agree. Yeah, well. I just, I'm not saying she would do that. I'm but I, I know, right? Bye, Raja. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I uh, love you. Oh, man. But thinking about, I think those are hard because how do you wrap your brain around that? I don't know. So the most controversial to me of her injuries, though, is the bruising on her arms. Holly, you mentioned something about how I don't think I could see it in those pictures that we talked about last time of her arms. I looked at more. There's, there doesn't seem to be any bruising on her arms at the hospital. I don't see it. There is definitely other angles of those injuries that I'm like, I do not even see an inkling of a bruise or swelling. And the doctors said that they're like, had she been bruised like that? We would have ordered x-rays. We'd have been like, what did your arms going to fucking fall off? Yeah. What kind of fractures are we dealing with here? So that's, that's the thing. How, how did she get bruising on her arms All like that? All the way up that? and down like that on both. Maybe on, I could have seen like maybe one, like. And all whilst you can't recall any of that happening. Right. And again, they, they always say like, well, why did you sleep? How <sighs> could you sleep through this? She's like, I don't know. But so she's, she's also kind of claiming that she's just must've slept through this. So you just slept through your arms being beaten to shit too. Like not only the stabbing, but that's blunt force. And guess, what are your arms hitting that could cause such trauma like that? And there's no like fingerprints, like someone grabbing onto you. And again, or, now we're talking about like literal. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's line this up. We've, he's uh, stabbed the first son. Okay. And then goes over to Damon. Yes. Devin first, then mm-hmm. Damon. I want to use their names. Um, and stabs him. And for the timeline, we're talking eight minutes, right? For going back to the timeline on the table, off the table, on the table. Okay. We're going to, there's a, some sort of timeline. Right. And she calls the police. What we're thinking is, Right, pretty much right after this happens, right? right? So, and you only have minutes, very tiny minutes, one minute, two minutes, maybe, of him attacking her. How is that possible that you got all of those things and that your arms look like that in a, in that short of a time frame? Because it looks like he got the shit beat out of you for a hot minute. Uh, truly i i mean there her arms are completely covered i don't uh, and again it's not like defensive like you see finger impressions where someone grabbed onto him was like like you know if she was going at him or what in a struggle or there's just it's just these bruising up and down her arms there's there's no shape to it and it is yeah it's like a, a one giant bruise it's almost like uh like was that what we talked about where blood is pulling yeah that's Mm -hmm. what it looks yeah that's what Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it looks like yeah and what would do that and make that bruising without i mean regardless of who did it without breaking her arm you know what i mean it was more severe for it to be i could see the one arm right where, because she got stabbed to the bone, and yeah. could that cause yeah. some kind of underneath? And Beth, I think you said that, like yeah. they could pull underneath, and yeah. yeah. But the other arm, and the other arm, if I recall correctly, again, it it's been a minute since I've looked at the photos, but 
wasn't as bad. Okay, so it's the one. But okay. it was, there was, I think, up and down her forearm. But that would be stuff that, like, the doctors would have notes of. That would yes. be listed. You'd have certain pictures. I mean, you would have been going over all of that. Now, those pictures that you show us of her arms, that's not her at the hospital? That's her at the police station taking pictures. After the hospital? After the hospital. And they were so black. And you think about... <sighs> She was that would have she was stayed at least several days at the hospital, so that would have been four to five days after the incident. And they were like, they looked fresh, and those pictures weren't even great pictures of the bruises. It's like <sighs> Holly's looking at pictures, of yeah. Right now. So that's right arm, okay. And I see that it's out, but maybe it's. Okay, the way they just have it. They're not great pictures. Okay, so the pictures. left arm doesn't. But yeah, and look how straight. Look how straight the bruising is. Like, see that straight line on the forearm where it's just like. Meh. It, it it looks like it hit like like a board or something hit. I mean, it's a yeah, 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 right. And the fact that the the, the hospital is saying, oh, I don't know, I don't. The, like bruising the right yeah. and I, I did find so the hospital makes these weird but we did talk, you talked about that yeah. the hospital says one thing and, right yeah. and then there's notes and i could not find in the notes anything about the bruising so and this is the if, look at the pictures this is the most significant bruising i've ever seen in my life and if you look at other angles of her at the hospital you, there are angles that are kind of like think coming up like think the angles from her feet while she's laying in the bed and she's got her arm propped up like on, on her stomach there's an angle just like that of her i believe her right arm and which is the more significant arm and there is nothing mm. could it be delayed i i don't know enough about medical about bruising about hematomas about internal bruising and then you know kind yeah of, i'm I, me I neither know. i'm an, an immediate bruiser yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had some that delayed, but there was always some kind of indication. I mean, mm -hmm. you can see where it's like, oh, that one's going to get nasty. Yeah. But again, like the doctors would have been like, oh, we need to do some x-rays. Right. They That's their whole job. I'm checking yeah. you. You were just attacked. I'm right. checking your whole fucking body. Right. So I think the bruising to me is the one of the most suspicious parts of this case. Yeah. The next piece of evidence is, of course, the sock. Uh, one of the most confusing pieces of evidence that it was found down the alleyway had blood from Damon and Devin and was proven to be Darren's sock. What the fuck? We've talked about that uh, last time about you know, potentially if we're thinking intruder, if there was a sock pile outside the door, maybe they're like, oh, I'm going to grab this sock and use it for my hand to, when I'm touching these doorknobs, when I'm touching whatever, use it to hold on to the knife so that there's no fingerprints or whatever, like as they pull it out of the butcher block, whatever. And then discard of it, discard it after they realize they're still holding on to it, like after the fact when they've gotten down the alley. Um, or it could have been Darren or Darley. Again, if they're working together, Darren could have easily have ran it out and made that time frame a lot easier to manage. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Oh. So speaking of Darren, there's some more about him that's interesting. Oh, shit. Darren has admitted that he at one point reached out 
or recent to the murder with within a couple months of the murder actually had been looking for someone to commit insurance fraud. In fact, it's said that he had done this before already before they moved into their big and beautiful home. The details of his plan would have included someone breaking in beyond that. We can only speculate because Darren said he never actually put the word out officially or put a plan into place. He discussed it with his wife's step stepfather and possibly others, including some reputed car thieves, but never pursued the plan. Who the, f- who the fuck the would say that though? Why would you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> Even if you did that, who would tell on themselves? He, um, I believe that the, the stepfather did. For, okay, or like there was well, something that. So- yeah, there he didn't. He never told authorities. Okay, okay, or anything. Okay, okay, okay. Someone told on him. Okay, that makes more but sense. He admitted to it. But then he, he admitted well, to it. Right, he's like, he's well, like, well I just talked fucked. about it. You know, we, I didn't actually put the word out. I just talked to some guys about it. Okay. I just talked about it. I just talked about it. I've done it before. And here are your insurance papers on your children are just out. Exactly. The night of I'm talking their about murder. insurance papers and. The jewelry that people said that they thought Darren had actually placed out. But there is actually also a story that Darlie had tried to sell it to her maid that day, too. So I don't... The jewelry is a weird aspect of the the whole thing, too. All right. Sounds like we don't have our stories straight a little bit. Right. But the weird thing is that we're talking about this insurance fraud. This wasn't a year or two before. This wasn't, you know, a a good amount of time away. This was two months before the murder. And they were supposed to be out of town coming up within, I believe, a few days. And your insurance fraud involved someone breaking into the house. And Darren's car was in the shop. So maybe someone thought they were gone. That they had left on their vacation. But then why kill three people? If you think everyone's gone and you're coming there to... So I had one other point. They also had a frog statue with a spare key in front, and the the spare key was missing that night. But to your point, if that had happened, why not just leave and come back when you see the, the yeah sleeping there? You're not just like, well, I just better really amp this up and throw some. Fuck it, I'm already mix. in here yeah. because they're sleeping, right? And she didn't wake up, so you could have just Scoot been like, never out. mind. Yeah, one of the boys woke up and saw them. Yeah. And didn't make any noise. Oh, now you've seen me. Well, fuck. Depending on who you are and the type of criminal you are, the things that you've done, the way that your brain works, it's mm-hmm. entirely possible. I got warrants out. I don't want someone looking for me. Absolutely. But she slept through it. Saw me. So you oh, get fuck. him and then no, everybody else is still asleep. So you leave. Or wouldn't it be the mother next? If you're saying one of the boys woke up, Devin woke up, then it would be the mother so they had also, I can't recall if we said this in episode one now because the details are running together these days, but there was a suspicious black car in the area Okay, uh, that actually Darley had reported and the neighbors said that they saw that day that was sitting out in front of their house. Looked like it was casing their house. So that, uh, and that right. was testified in court as well. There's another layer. This is not an official records, but Darren was thought to have owed drug money and had been in debt. I didn't know that one. This theory has two branches. The drug addicts who were possibly or most likely even high came to collect on a debt and or kill the family. 
struggle ensued, they left prematurely, or Darren could have been involved or been the sole intruder. And Darley um, was maybe even the main person he was going after. She had $200,000 in life insurance. The boys had 5K each. So if he's thinking, again, I don't know why you wouldn't stop. You would, why, we, why you would stop. You would just complete it then, regardless if there's a struggle. You could still be like, someone came into my house. I mean, still go with the intruder theory. I, I don't know. It's weird. And he would have just stabbed her in the chest. Yeah. If it's him and he wants the money, you know, all that. Again, you would have killed her first. Right. Right. And I don't care about your titties. Because I'm, you're going to be She's dead. She's the bigger payout. So, I mean... These are your sons compared to your wife. I mean... Yeah. And if they were fighting a lot lately, there could have been animosity. I don't know. It's... I don't think that that was... It. I don't think he necessarily committed the murder. Or... I don't think he, he physically did. I don't think... Right. I don't think he physically participated. But I don't know. Per my sources, including a Texas Monthly article, a Waco millionaire named Brian Pardo spent $100,000 on an independent investigation of the murders. Part of his investigation, he persuaded Darren to take a lie detector test, and it was administered by a Waco police officer. Now, I believe this was after Darley was committed or convicted. So this was not before trial by any means. Which that changes things. So I feel like because at that point, if she's been convicted of that, you can tell your brain that she's guilty. She did it. They are. They are. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I still like to know what the what's on yours though. Yeah, I I can already tell you whatever it is. I'm gonna fail it. I'm failing. If they asked me if I killed her kids, I would fail it. I have to know a little bit more about this case because I think they can probably detect some anxiety. Because I agree with you, I'm super nervous, and I'll I will talk in in circles in my head and then get myself confused and be like, it's like when you walk in and out in a store and out of a store without buying anything. You're like, oh my god, don't look suspicious. Like you didn't do anything, but they don't know that you know right and yep. then you almost like convince yourself that you are the bad guy here yeah um but regardless i do put a little bit of weight in it in my own brain yeah i don't know why because yeah i, I do a little yeah. yeah i'm not gonna be like that's it it's right. the one right if that's the and only thing but if it supports like theories a sociopath, mm-hmm. a sociopath, mm-hmm. they would never fail one because they don't feel anxiety yeah right they get sociopaths i could be wrong i'm not a doctor i i'm on a podcast so but i mean it's possible that, that right it so is i'm like there's no there's no basis yeah. in fact for me at all well that's why it's not admissible in court so yeah. regardless this was never brought into court right. i can't remember if it was before or after her her trial anyway but either way it's interesting that he was shown to be lying when he answered no to the following four questions was he involved in any plan to commit a crime at his house on june 6 1966 did he stab darley did he know who planted the sock in the alley? And could he name the person who stabbed Darley? Oh. So he was shown to be lying on all four. So what I assume they asked, did you stab Devin? Did you stab Damon? I would imagine or the, so. along those lines, and he did not fail those. I can't say, or it could have been undetermined. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. That, that was the only mm. excerpt from Mr. Brian Pardo, because Brian thinks that D- Darren had something to do with this that's his after all that he was like no you guys need to look into darren 
Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think he initially was trying to clear the family in general. And then he started being like, no, you guys need to look into Darren. And I don't know if the family had hired him or if he independently just kind of dabbles in true crime with his money and, you know, handles and, you know, does independent investigations for people or whatever. But, um, after that, uh, his part in the case went no further. Brian Pardo's that is. Holy moly. Something else to know about the intruder theory is that there were men in the area seen that night around the same time as the murder. One woman had even had people try and break into her home. Darlene Potter, a neighbor, I think it was like two streets up, observed two suspicious men in the area in the area of the house, one matching the dark shirt, longer hair that was observed by Darlie. So that one's hard for me because little he said she said and sometimes you have little nosy bitch neighbors that are like i saw something come over here i right. saw it right and mm, i would assess testimony is the least reliable uh form of evidence or whatever yeah so like i'm like okay that's possible yes okay yes there could have been men but it's also possible that something else that's interesting across the street across the alleyway so the alleyway if we all for everyone's visual think of this their houses in kind of like a horseshoe shape or a circle almost and the front of their houses face the street and the backs of all their houses back up to this alleyway okay along this alleyway so the intruder would have gone out the garage over the fence into the alleyway or down their their driveway into the alleyway down the alleyway 75 yards to the if you're facing the house behind the routiers to the left and across the street from where that sock was found there were knives found in the backyard there so there's just again all these different avenues i didn't want to muddy this up too much but i will make mention of of this quickly because there's just so many weird scenarios but the there's a kid uh teenage kid that lived there with his mom and younger siblings and apparently his excuse was they had knives out there because they were using it to like do landscaping they were using it like like you'd use a shovel like uh, a spade uh. yeah the knives were never taken into evidence what yeah. they that you know what that checks out Hmm. tools right. sure right here next to this murder sock i definitely always use my bread knife to fucking dig in the backyard yep. shut the f- flip yeah. up so they did he victor guzman i believe is the last name did the kid did testify in court i mean he even testified the fact that he was up that time of night he had just gotten home from like playing hockey with his friends and stuff like that and at three o'clock in the morning didn't see anybody yeah he was like they he'd gotten home around like midnight and was up watching tv and stuff like that so it's, it was a saturday i believe yeah okay. saturday. so and he, t- he says he didn't see anybody and then all of a sudden like he sees the police looking around in the morning and all this stuff and i guess viewing the knives maybe they didn't view any blood on it maybe they did view dirt on it i'm not sure but either way the knives were not taken into evidence and his story was just accepted so I'm not pointing the finger at that kid by any means, but that to me is proof that you didn't look at anybody but her. Right. So then that lends at least some credence to the idea that they could have staged things in that house because you're my focus. That's it. Yep. I'm not even looking over here at all. Right. So and those knives they, were found that, that morning. Proof. That morning they investigated. They found it that morning, and they were already 
just being like, well, no, no, this is good. We're, yeah. We don't need we don't need these. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but if the kid is saying those are his knives, those aren't just some random fucking knives in there. Then what? He fucking took his knives and ran up the street and broke into these these random neighbors' houses and Maybe killed everyone and then ran back home. Have to consider that. Oh no 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 no! I'm yes so they I'm not should. That. I'm not yeah yeah yeah. Right. At all, but I'm saying that you we're the rough thing about our justice system is that we're guaranteed a fair trial. And we're not supposed to be found guilty of things unless it's beyond a reasonable doubt. Right. If we do not get a fair trial and it's not beyond a reasonable doubt, then that person doesn't get, you don't get to put that person in jail. Right. Right. So a lot of times it's like with the Adnan Syed case, I wasn't necessarily like, oh, he's definitely innocent, but he did not get a fair trial. Right. Right. And it's easy to ignore that when it's someone you think they're guilty. Right. But you have to remember that not everyone is fucking guilty. Yeah. So, you know, it's it it's the police's job when they find knives in someone's backyard fucking 75 feet from the goddamn crime scene. And apparently they were like butcher block knives. I mean, they were, that's enough for yeah, to do some damage. It is your responsibility then as the police officer to take those into test evidence. Test those knives. Test them. See what you, what you do and go look. You could have talked to those people right and their the parents. The there should have been a fucking interview yeah. done or whatever mm-hmm. you call yeah. it. Much more than And that. I'm sure they did interview him and his mom. Um, I would hope his mom. I, I'm sure he was interviewed because he did testify. Yeah. However, those knives should have been brought into, and tested. Yeah, and why absolutely. did he testify? Why didn't they test him? Why did he testify? Who because the fuck are you? They, I believe, the defense brought him in. Yeah, as, like, because did. there were knives in your fucking yard. Exactly. But that's why you right fucking testified. Right across from the sock. Right across from the sock. It wasn't like some random house knives. Right. that was down, you know, an obscure spot in the street. It was right across the street. Like, in this aqua spot, I believe, like, right by where you would put, like, your your garbage can. I'm not even sure if it was trash night. But either way, maybe they tried to, like, toss it across the street in their neighbor's garbage and then ran and ran into their house. I mean, oh. you have to... Uh, again, I'm not either pointing the fingers at him. It's very possible they did just bizarrely use their kitchen knives to dig I mean, holes because in their backyard. That, but... Realistically, that, I mean, that's the only thing. Either he's using his own fucking kitchen knives and that's fucking weird, which everything in this is weird. Or this kid now. took his kitchen knives and ran up the street and murdered this whole family and then went back home. If he... So the kids... And the kid who managed to not get his DNA on fucking anything. Right. Right. Except maybe and a little fingerprint, you know. She didn't. She didn't identify him either. If she says she sees the intruder, she probably would have. You turned the light on. You were looking right at him, and he yeah. dropped the knife. Yeah, you, you, you'd be able to be like, it was a child. Well, maybe but not. But what You're if him shock. and his friends had done it, and she didn't see him? She just saw the friends. I'm not sure because I could see him being like, after the hockey game, we should go rob the house up the street. Like they're they live they their house. Look, I would encourage people to look at pictures of their home. It was just over the top. They were over the top with trying to look and be elegant. Okay. So I can imagine, and they were they were the house that kids hung out at at the neighborhood. Not necessarily the teenager. Maybe at some point in time, I, I know that like 
some of the old, even there was talk of like a 12 year old hanging out with Darley one day and all this stuff. Like, again, there's weird avenues. But we have our next door neighbor, uh, their youngest is 12 and he hangs out at our house all the time. Exactly. And my kids are uh, seven, three, almost eight, almost four, and almost three. So, you know, it's, it may seem weird, but there can be reasons behind those things that. Maybe some of those older kids are. Maybe those kids. Our next babysit. door neighbor mm-hmm. is, is uh, well, I don't know how old she is exactly, but she's there's a, a significant age gap between her and my daughter, and they would play all the time. And I, I loved it because it was like a mommy's helper, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you guys want some popcorn? Okay, I'll be inside. Just I did drive. that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And our, and our neighbor has come over and he has babysat our kids with his older sister. So he comes over and he thinks of our kids like his little siblings. He comes over and plays with them. There's nothing like weird or fishy going on. Like, you know, right. he just comes over and spends time with the kids and plays with the kids. And oh, I used to love that. I'd be like 12. I remember and I would go like down the street with like, just, she only had like a two year old. Yeah. And I just loved playing with kids. It was so fun. Yeah. So, I mean, that can be. That yeah. Can be okay. I'm that's not necessarily true. saying it always is, but it can be. Absolutely. And plus the kids of the neighborhood called the house, the Nintendo house. So it was well known that they had lots of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like, I can true. see them yeah. being like, let's go grab a couple things that we can pawn. Like go get some marijuana or some alcohol. Or, Cause I think he was like 18, 19. So I could yeah. see being like, let's go party. Right. You know, whatever. Um, thinking it was going to be a quick, like, grab and then someone freaks out because the kids woke up or I, I don't know again it, you'd have to then think that these teenagers even having been like caught just by the kids would have still like left i don't right. i couldn't see where they'd be like let's go through with killing these children yeah, they would have to be tw- i mean start out twisted kids yeah. but but I, like i say i'm not saying I'm who knows the finger at them but who it's knows? still police's responsibility to look into all those avenues i totally agree with and, you and if they don't then that's a brady violation you have to look into all of those things you can't right. just it's a bunch of knives right yeah. by this evidence where these what children were murdered and you shouldn't anyway that's not good police work so let's talk a little bit more about this intruder theory and we'll bring up um, a man named Arkansas in early 1998 a man named Carl who was in jail reading an article from the New Yorker magazine um, saw Darley's article in the in the magazine and thought to himself it kind of reminded him of a memory of an argument he had heard in the prison yard in 19 back in 1996 so we're in 1998 a couple years after the murder okay but he's thinking back to an argument he had seen in july of 1996 so we wrote a letter to darley and the attorney quincy mcneil working with darley um who was mentioned in the article and in it carl describes his experience so one afternoon in July of 1996 at the Potter County Jail, just five hours from Rowlett, Carl overheard two men working, worked up and arguing about a crime they had been involved in where two children were killed with knives, and the name Darla came up. Carl confronted one of the men afterwards since he didn't like hearing about the children being killed, and the man he confronted went by the name, the street name Arkansas. Arkansas told him he had no choice but to kill the kid that the kid had woken up and seen his face and tried to run out of the room. Arkansas was also known for a quick, violent temper and substance abuse issues. Arkansas was also seeing a psychiatrist at the time at the jail due to nightmares and flashbacks from one of his crimes. So this is only a month after the murders. Ooh, that would be hard, though. The kid gets up and tries to run away. 
So that's even more of a tussle for Darla to wake up to. Right. Ugh. Not impossible. Not, Not likely, though. Like Agreed. Eh, yeah, like, all right, okay. But that just makes it even more to me that she would wake up. Yeah. Because you're taking off running, and then that means what? He grabbed him, brought him back to the place he was already well, sleeping. I wonder and- if the kid tried to sneak. I wonder if they were, like, case in the downstairs, and... Devin or Damon, either could be either, tried to like like kind of like woke up and saw them and like didn't say anything like just laid there, kept his eyes open, saw the men, and tried to like get like sat up and was getting to go in, and that's when they were like, Ugh, you know, yeah, and they... maybe he was trying to be quiet, and then maybe they were still trying to be quiet because Darley was right there. And they had to address the kid first, or they were going to address the kid first. And they didn't say anything, and the kid didn't say anything. I know. That's a lot of assumptions. I agree with you. That's hard. That that would be hard to get past. Yeah. Okay, but all right. Let's... So, soon after uh, Arkansas was found, he had completed suicide in his jail cell. So, he was (sighs) gone. And that was in back in 1996. Okay. However, here we are in 1998 with the help of Carl and some extensive digging. The attorney, um, Quincy, that he had contacted located a mugshot for Arkansas, although we don't have his name publicly. So I I don't have the mugshot and I don't have his name. Quincy was able to locate some associates of Arkansas and found he was, in fact, in the area around the time of the murders. Quincy spoke with, with one of his associates while she was incarcerated at Lubbock County Jail, who was identified as Karen a fake name. She confirmed her husband, again, fake name, Dwayne and Arkansas and a third associate got into a fight about drugs and took a road trip headed for Dallas in a stolen white truck. Again, the white truck doesn't match the black car description right. that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Black car could be completely unrelated. Maybe it was some neighbor's friend I'm, coming I'm, over a couple times. Right. Know. Absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? What Karen remembers is the men broke into a home that was supposed to be empty. So again, with the the theory that Darren had hired some men and they got the date wrong or, you know, they thought it was supposed to be empty. The Jaguar's gone. So went into the house was supposed to be empty and the kids woke up. A fight ensued. Things went bad and they fucked some people up. Per the crime, the crime wire article that i read the two men arkansas the two no the description of arkansas matches darley's description of an intruder but i take that with a grain of salt i'm not sure how this journalist of the article viewed the mugshot and the 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 journalist of the article is who's saying that he thinks the mugshot of this arkansas person looks like darley's description did she give a description she did she said it was a man with shoulder length brown hair a black shirt and jeans but that's also very vague so i mean and and arkansas has short has long hair i take it to mean he has the shoulder length hair is probably the only identifying because he wouldn't still be wearing the same black shirt and jeans so that's really not that much to go on (laughs) he might have been though i don't know However, a lot of people who are already in prison claim to have done other things that they did not do. True. Absolutely. All the time. Why that happened so much was fucking dirty, rotten motherfuckers. 
I don't know, but I will. So a lot of times they do try to leverage it for, hey, I got some information for you. What you got for me? Yeah. That did not seem to be the case with Carl, who was saying Arkansas did it. So Carl's the one that wrote the letter, and Arkansas is the one that he had heard arguing and was like, well, we just did some fucked up things to these kids, man. So I don't, I don't know. And now it's, it's suspicioned. I'm going to use not real words that that's why he committed suicide. Yes, that's why they think, because he just couldn't get past the fact. But I mean... Where's so the other guy was... he was fucking talking to? Um, I don't know. They never found... he. The guy didn't really know who these people were. They all went by street names in prison, and they it took a while to get Arkansas tracked down. I don't think he really even knew much about the other guy at, at all, so they just okay. never got him tracked down. However, I guess, you know, Karen saying there was three associates... Could they have not seen a picture of the other two guys and shown Carl? I'm not sure. I don't know. It gets foggy there. But um, it's just, it is interesting and, and that they were there in the time, at the time of the murders and that the house should have been empty. So it kind of lends to back to the story of Darren's insurance fraud. And if you think drug addicts, they could have been high at the time and not thinking in their right mind, a kid, Maybe the kid didn't even move to get up and they just thought he was going to get up because I saw his eyes open, you know? Right. Don't, I don't know. But in the end, if there were three, maybe they all three were attacked at the same time. And, Dar- you know, Darlie, I don't, and then she would have seen, I don't know. It's, it's all very, you could, you could come up with so many theories. <sighs> and that's the hardest part about all the cases that aren't solved is it's like, you go over and over like, but I wouldn't do it this way or this wouldn't happen this way. But it did happen that way. But, you know, so one of those things is the thing. And it's like, well, which one of these completely ridiculous things that doesn't make any sense right. yeah. and is that's... the one that happened in this mm-hmm. event? Right. It's so crazy. Because even the thing that they that she's ultimately convicted for is it being her, that still is fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she stabbed her sons, didn't kill the youngest, didn't kill her husband, who would have had the, the $200,000 life insurance policy. Right. And just went for the two boys that right. she'd already had for years and built this relationship with, this bond with. Right. And not the ch- the baby that she's had. I mean, don't get me wrong. You love babies too. But right. with postpartum, that could have there could have been a, a disconnect between her and the baby. I don't right. And that's the one she doesn't go for. It doesn't. I mean, but she was downstairs and the other two were downstairs where she was at. Right. And she just snapped after an argument with Darren that night. Mm. And talk about there was talk about affairs and they were in debt and his cars in the shop and she's stuck at home watching these boys and shit (sighs) that's the hard part with this because none of it makes any sense none of it it. like no matter which thing it is if it's if she did it then there's these things that just don't add up how did she make that work right and if he did it and she had nothing to do with it then there's still these things that don't add up if they both did it, there's still these things that don't, like, it just, none of it adds up. But some of it, it does add up. Right. Some but if you, what happened. if you came inside and you were high, like these three guys, how did three fucking men get into a house, kill three people and not get any of their, none of their DNA on fucking anything? And did, they, did and, they test everything for DNA? In your, so there is stuff that is waiting to be tested. I know for sure that there's the, the bloody fingerprint is, is waiting to be tested. I'm not, they're kind of keeping the cards to close to their chest on what yeah. all is but like it is. there's not several there should be several different 
bloody shoe prints right. in this house the way that you have spontaneously now stabbed these people. Right. Now, according to the defense, they have a, a, blood, a sh- bloody footprint or shoe print map. There was one like behind. There's two couches in the living room, one on the wall that's towards the kitchen and one that's in front of like a sliding glass door. There is a bloody footprint supposedly behind that couch by the, the door or by the, the sliding glass door. And there is some like in the, there's one like the utility room and I think there's one in the kitchen. Um, so there are, and I don't know how much testing or, ha, or attention has been paid to those because the prosecution has claimed there is none. So, okay. I don't know. One last curveball I'll give you <laughs> something. Well, not really a curveball. It's, it's more of a kind of reiterates how strange Darlie and, and Darren were is something that a neighbor witnessed the day before Darley was arrested. So on or around June 17th, because she was arrested on June 18th, a neighbor witnessed some very strange behavior. She heard at first what she thought was a child crying, but it was Darley squealing in laughter. The community was shocked and heartbroken by what had happened to the Retier boys and their family and had been leaving teddy bears, gifts, wreaths of flowers, and all of that on the the Routier front lawn in tribute to the boys, like around their big... Mm-hmm. Um, granite fountain. This is only a week and a half after the murders and Darren and Darley were collecting all of the gifts and tossing it into the back of the van, assuming to be donated, but they had made it into a game. If Darren threw it into the back of the van, Darley would cheer and laugh and they were giggling. And I guess at one point in time, he like climbed on the fountain and put one of the reeves like on top and, um, if he missed, then she would like throw it back to him and he'd have to try to get it into the back again. So they were making this game and they were just like squealing in laughter. Ugh. And these are memorial gifts that people had been laying out for the boys. And this is like only like a week and a half after. The uh, I don't even want to be on their side, but I can understand just doing something so fucking stupid yes, while off. you're like... Uh, Picking all those things, right? Like, uh, I know it's hard. I I mention it because so much of, I think, what convicted Darlie is her behavior. And it's him, too. If neither of you has anything to do with it, how are you both acting like this? Him, too. Absolutely. Like, I could see one of them. Like, if it's her and she did it, so she's, like, being all weird and not, like, the same emotional she should be because she fucking did it. And him, though, should be, like... This blubbering fucking mushball mess. So he too and said something about how he and Darlie, like, I, I can't believe it. He, I can't remember if he said it to Brian Pardo, who he said it to, but like he and Darlie hadn't had enough mommy and daddy sexy naked playtime in the house and was, like talking about how hot she is was, and all the smiles and the interviews. I mean, he just always looks freaking off. Like you should not be smiling this much in an interview about your dead children. It's a weird thing to fucking talk about at that time. Yes. And that's all it is. And we understand that. We understand that none of those things prove guilt. No. No. But it's And we don't know what we would do. But it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Also around this time, I believe it was actually the day before Darlie was arrested. The Routiers, Darren and Darlie had dinner with their family and they announced that they were going to take off and take a trip for a while to Europe. And Darlie blurts out, while they're there, they're going to try to conceive a baby girl on their vacation. 
This is how long? This is like a week and a half after the murders. Oh, yeah, that's... What the... (sighs) Nope. Nope, that's fucking it. Nope. Mm -mm. That's the icing. So, folks, what are you talking about? Again, though, if you, you'd, you'd have to think how fucking wacky cuckoo would you be? I mean, if you're at the point of grief where you're still in denial. Yeah. It is entirely possible to be having that conversation, regardless of how much any of us think we would not have that conversation. And think of the ways that, how, how am I going to fill this hole in my heart? You know, I could, I could see it. I, after a week years? and a half, uh, yeah, I don't think it's but... one of the first stages, is it not? Yeah. So if you're in denial and you can't even face what happened, then you're going to be walking around doing what? You're not going to be sobbing. Doing the weirdest. Freaking out. I'm not saying I believe this is what happened. I'm just mm-hmm. I agree with you, though. I agree. I mean, if, you, if, if I can't even face what happened, then I've compartmentalized that back here, wherever. That's not how your brain works, but back here. And I'm now just... That didn't happen. So, oh, we're going to go on this trip to Europe and we're going to try for a baby girl, blah, blah, blah. Because I just can't even look at this because I just can't. I mean, there have been times when I've been so stressed out that, like, I want to just, like, explode. But instead, I just giggle or, like, do something silly or, like, when we get, the, get the laughter or get the giggle. It's like, what? One, I literally started laughing in the middle of saying one of the most horrific sentences I've ever had to repeat in my life. And I literally laughed. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not laughing because this is funny. I'm laughing because I'm incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, your body... So, I mean... Your body does things to adjust and kind of help you uh, during really tough times. Right. And I don't grieve that way. I've never grieved a child in that in that sense, you know, a child that I've known. I've, I've miscarried and lost babies, and I don't grieve that way, but that doesn't mean somebody else doesn't grieve that way. Mm-hmm. So taking all that into consideration, then the jury sees the, the silly string video. They hear from the nurses and the doctors that say Darley had a flat affect. However, there are notes that show very emotional, sobbing uncontrollably in, in periods of time needs sedation whatever so again it's like what do you believe about her how she acted or how she behaved um but it did come down a lot to how she did how her and darren behaved and i think ultimately that is what convicted her of the crime and she was ultimately found guilty and although she has maintained her innocence and all of her family and most of her friends have stood by her side darley remains in prison on death row to this day Although sentenced to death, she has not been, yet been put to death, still pending the DNA evidence that we've talked about that's up for being processed since 2008. But it's still, and, and once again, reapproved in 2021, but the testing has not been completed as of today. Whoa. Darlie and Darren did divorce in 2011. So she went, she was convicted in 1997. So they stayed together for a long time. But Darren eventually had to move on with his life, and he still maintains Darlie's innocence. So did all of her family members, her mother-in-law, who took took care of Drake after um, Darlie was convicted, so Darren could kind of get himself back on track. Um, everyone has maintained her innocence. I did read that Darlie and Drake have a relationship. He does visit her in prison. Oh, my God. Uh... He's all grown up now. He did actually go through, not to have personal information about him, but he did have um, leukemia, 
which I don't know exactly if that's, I think, is that 100% curable? Either way, he's, he's alive and well. I think he's, he either beat it or he's maintaining it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I hope he's thriving. I hope he's thriving too. How many things could you have happen to you? I know. I just, I feel for him. I my heart completely goes out to you, Drake. If ever you were to hear this, yeah. we feel for you. Either way, no matter what, that is just terrible and our hearts break for you. I hope you're not listening because I've said a lot of nice things. So <laughs> please don't listen. Yeah, I don't Especially think I could. I don't think innocent. I could ever listen to if if yeah. my family was involved in yeah. something like that. I don't think I... And especially, yes, especially if she's innocent, I really hope, I really want this DNA to get tested so we can just have some more answers. I feel like that's fucking banana shit crazy that you've had DNA for this long. There should be that's better laws. There should be better laws on that. that. Yeah. I mean, there's so many cases like that where you have fucking DNA and things People's are People's so lives are being wasted just because and, you're, yeah. And Why? Why are you not testing it? Because you think it might tell you something different mm-hmm. and then you have to start over. Gosh, I really hope that's not the case. I don't know what case would make you feel feel good. In some cases, they're telling themselves whether they're right or wrong. You know, we have our person, and this is a waste of time, and it's a waste of money, and there's no need for this because we have the person. Why are we still doing this? You know, maybe it's thoughts for the family. So much money has been spent already. Dragging everybody through this when we know she did it. I'm not saying that they're right, but so much money, especially on a death penalty case, so much money gets spent on these cases. Mm So I'll mention again, if Darlie really is innocent or found innocent on appeal, she may still have a tough road ahead as the state could still prosecute her for Devin's murder and try their hand again at a guilty conviction, assuming, of course, they still believe she did it at the time. I mean, but how hard would that be if she gets found not guilty of Devin's? Damon's. Damon's, then... It would definitely be an uphill battle for the prosecution yeah, as well, but right. it would still put her through, and how long would that take? Absolutely. And, you know? mm-hmm. and I'm sure she would have to probably... And remain. she'd probably have to stay in prison yep. while they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my. Any thoughts on that's That's it for their case today. Any thoughts about who you think did it? Any theories that stood out to you? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. So I can't say what I think uh, other than I I don't really think that she did it. I think she just behaved weird. And I don't want to get sued, so I don't want to go further than that. But I will say for me, the sticking point, uh, the one piece of evidence that I can't ignore, which I guarantee is completely different from yours. Probably. (laughs) I love that. uh, Is the insurance plot. I can't get past that. Yeah. We can talk all day long about timelines and what may have happened or what could have happened or what should have happened. How are you going to say that you have an insurance plot fucking two months before this happens that is eerily similar to what happened in that house? That is just very, very And why are the papers out in the living room? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Could those have been planted afterwards? Sure, maybe. Sure, yeah. Sure, maybe. But if they weren't, then but that then house was cluttered. Why? Where, how were they found that paperwork if it wasn't at, yeah. oh, at least sitting in those folders right yeah. by the couch? And they already. found out about the fraud, tried fraud later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't have just had those right, out. Right. So that's that's fucking weird. I oh. that's just the one thing. It's in. I, it's in. I agree. I, that, it's in the house. It's in the house. 
Ja. Ja. I don't, I don't know what all of it for me is the bruising on her arms. And the fact that she was last. Yeah. And not stabbed in the same way as the boys. Right. I just, if you're, if you're an intruder and you're frantic, maybe one of them, you know, but if you're coming in there to murder the family because bad drug deals, I mean, the adult, it's always the adult. Right. First. But then we have Arkansas' story about the kid woke up, saw my face, I had to do it. The house was supposed to be empty. The key was was missing. I was peeing and I missed that, but that was something I said. Yeah, Yeah. but then why didn't he... Why didn't he stab her? And if there's more than one person in there, I mean... I'm not just going to run away like a little bitch. There's three of us. I'm going to fucking kill you. Well, that's the thing. I I would think if that were the theory we're going with... That's possible that let's think each of them were casing the house and they're like sneaking around that room because the people are asleep. One could have easily been by each. There's three of them, three of them. One could have each been in proximity to each one of the victims. And one's like, oh, you know, I I think it's very possible they could have almost simultaneously been attacked because that that could be real quick, uh, you know, stabbing of the boys. Well, then for her, I feel like it would be... Right? The same. But if it's different well, people... It's different people. Or three different people. But isn't... She's in the middle of the two boys, right? They're all laying on the thing like, no. What if they thought for a moment they're going to be like, where's your valuables? You know? Maybe they're like, the boys saw us. Get rid of them. Darley. Or not Darley. They wouldn't call her by her name. But like, where's your stuff? Like, where's your money? You know, whatever. What if one boy sees him... So he has to kill that boy. Whatever the plot is. That boy sees him. He feels like he has to, He doesn't have to. But he feels like he has to kill him. He kills that boy. That boy doesn't scream. Whatever the reason is. He's just a kid that doesn't scream. Yeah. So then what if... Because of that... I just go, oh shit, that went well. I'm just going to kill the other little boy. Even though normally you would go after the adult. Maybe I'm not really here to kill people. Or maybe I am. And I'm only maybe but they the both adult. have their little eyes open or something. Yeah. You know? Or maybe... You know, maybe that, okay, well, now I've got him out of the way. I'm just going to go ahead and kill his brother. Maybe that happens. I don't know. I don't, I don't murder people in their sleep. So yeah. I just, you know. And if you're, on, if you're like high that. on drugs and you're not thinking clearly, maybe they're just yeah. like, we need to I know, get but then I feel like there'd be like way more noise. Like if we're, now we're talking where maybe we're on drugs. There's going to be more noise. There's going to be random blood everywhere. You're going to touch such shit. You're going to fall over the couch. This is going to happen. I'm going to fall into the garage because I'm oh, high on they drugs. Done this before? Because maybe. the Arkansas was there for holding up some guy at knife point trying to steal his car. Maybe so. they touched everything and they had gloves on. Maybe they touched the whole fucking house. I mean, yeah, gloves on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe you know they got they did did the boys in because they Damon woke up while or had his eyes open while they were getting Devin, and so the second person pounced on him, and the third one leans over Darley and is you know slits her throat, and then she kind of gets up in a struggle, and you know stabs you know and during that stabs her a couple times bruises are up maybe i guess i don't know the bruising still throws me but and then she, that's when damon's like mom and she's like ah and then the guy has just Runs murdered two children and tried to murder her and her waking up has just scared the shit out of him that he just fucking runs away instead of just going fuck or maybe there's more of a struggle. She said at some point she struggled with him. Maybe there's more of a struggle. Maybe she doesn't remember it because she passed out at some point. Mm-hmm. 
maybe that happens. There's a struggle and he's like, fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm not doing this. Or maybe she I mean, I feel like an adult is really going to be throat. able to ID you. So I would be like even I, more they like. Maybe they thought they had killed her though. Because they slit yeah, her throat. Yeah, maybe. maybe they're like. But she's chasing him out the fucking door. And the other. Okay. Well, what if the other two had already scooted out towards yeah. the utility room. Yeah. Towards to get out. Because they're like, oh shit. This just escalated. This yeah, is we're not, leaving. We're leaving. And the guy is like turns around and she's like starting to get up. And he's like fucking booking it. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe she and, wakes up as he's walking out and he doesn't realize she's doesn't realize it. He's just on his way or out. Or still thinks she's going to bleed out. I just slit her damn throat, you right. know? Like, I don't know. Because she's saying she woke up and he was on her. She does say she that. She does say that at some point. Yeah, you're right. But then changes. But I think it more changes how she woke up. Why wouldn't she go Versus back again? that he was still on her. I think right. it just changes that... Was it him that she, he woke her up or her son? It still seems I like she woke almost, up to him on top of her. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know how she woke up to that. Maybe she did kind of wake up to him on top of her and is like not sure of what just happened because she's her throat's been slit and she's in a sleepy state. Right. And, and that's he could have been like, leaving. Mom. Yeah. And, he, and that's at that point where he's leaving. Yeah. He's, he's thinking she's already dead. Right. Or going to be because he's slit her throat. And you said um, the pubic hair hasn't been tested. That was one of the pubic hair has. Tested. Well, it has not matched anybody. I, I'm. So it's been tested. I would assume that means it was people. it was tested and not matched to anyone that had processed the crime scene. We don't know if it was a male, a female. We do not know that. I feel like you would know that, right? What if we, he killed the kids first because he was going to rape her? Yeah. They say that, but then they also say that typically, if that's the case, that they use the, they keep the kids alive as like you better shut up and take this, or I'll kill your kids. Okay, yeah, but still possible. I mean, if you just don't want anything to, you know, I'll I don't know. You don't want anyone to make any noise. You think the husband might be upstairs, right? Think about the Golden Gate Killer. He raped women when. Men were in the next room. I mean, he yeah, put he plates was, on them. He had a whole fucking crazy. He did. I mean, he did. But so, but I mean, if he's on top of her and he's planning to rape her, this would make sense from this side. You're not going to cut her this way. You're going to cut right. her this way. You guys can't see that, but I've got my right arm across, holding the knife to her neck, holding her down. Yeah. Thinking she's not going to struggle. Maybe she catches him off guard and fights back with him. I don't know if that's a guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a... The bruising had to happen somehow if she didn't yeah. do it herself. So. That's what I, that's what confuses me, too, is that you are someone who felt okay murdering a child. Why are you running? Why are you running before you know that you finished off this lady? Right. Because I think the longer people are at some place, the more they start to panic. Process, yeah. 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 Like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I better get out of here. The longer I'm here, the more... Yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally none of those avenues doesn't make sense make any sense i agree because when it comes down to it if it was her i mean i guess it could be that she's sick yeah you were sick and that's why you murdered your children yeah yep i mean and they, you might not even know that you murdered your children they do say something <coughs> about the the diet pills she was taking yep. and she says it didn't make her feel crazy i i um on one of the podcasts I listened to on it, they did say that there was like a rage with those diet pills. Like you could go into like a rage, but yeah. I, I didn't look too far into that. And that, uh, I think that could know. be a contributing factor, but mm-hmm. I don't think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. 
she was suffering from postpartum depression. Absolutely. She probably was still suffering from the last time she had a child. Mm-hmm. She had obvious postpartum depression, not postpartum. Uh, uh, what would you call that? Just pregnant depression. Mm-hmm. She was obviously depressed while she was pregnant. Right. Um, and it's all those little things. Just, just so happens that right before all this happened, you talked about committing suicide and then somebody tried to murder you. That's... I know, but then That's we take, fucking, think about Lisa McVeigh yeah, again. Lisa, yeah. Lisa McVeigh. It's On tough. a bike. Already decided she's going to commit suicide. And then Had already written attacked. up a note. Yep. It's tough. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't want any part of it. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, if I were oh, man. Jury, if I were on that jury, I, there is so much to, to even. I'd be like, you're going to need to test that DNA. This is the DNA. bulk of it. But yeah, there's, I have reasonable yeah. doubt. I have, right. I have nothing but reasonable doubt about any of it. It's all reasonable doubt. And when you sit through, and I have reasonable doubt for any of it. I have reasonable doubt that she did it, that she didn't do it. Right. Yeah. Anyway. There. And when you, I was gonna say, I don't know how I would, how I would be able to decide on the jury. But the one thing is, is that I've watched trials before and seeing people testify and like, he, like being immersed in it it is different i don't know i i don't i might have been and able to be swayed. I, that's true and i'm definitely that way you're that way yeah. i'm gonna look at you in your face i'm gonna, I'm gonna mm-hmm. know and she testified i'm gonna know trial. i'm gonna look at you i'm gonna listen to you and i'm gonna get you're gonna get that feeling mm-hmm. yep Ugh. so that one's tough that's, that's tough fucking one. i i am still not and sure. to really you don't have concrete evidence right you have all the speculation and even if you have all these things all these things there it's none of it is evidence though right not enough where you can prove and show the timeline and this and then this and then this and then this and then it all you're like yeah and not having devin's blood on the knife is confusing yeah. to me too that kind of supports multiple mm-hmm. and then darren not also being in prison because if we're gonna go off that she did it he fucking knows. You fucking know. And that's what makes sense. If she did it and there was no intruder, he knows and he helped. Doesn't mean he helped hurt the children. But he helped after the fact in in a trauma like, oh, shit. And then shit just happened. Because that's your wife. Those are your kids. Does. You're like, fuck, 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 fuck. That is like the like makes yeah. the most kind of sense that she would have some help with this especially mm-hmm. with like her injuries and mm-hmm. thinking of like using her it would make mm-hmm. more sense that somebody else did it maybe he he does make he is such a he he comes off to me as someone that kind of loves the sound of his own voice kind of guy but he there is i don't know if it's an an official police uh inquiry or um where interrogation or if it was like a um, a news interview or, or something like that but he does say at some at like one point in time that I was looking down at Devin trying to give him CPR and I looked up at Darlie and we locked eyes and I just like I don't think he says something like I just knew but he says something about like he kind of and then he kind of fumbles after that and they latched onto that some of the people have latched on to the theory that he that she potentially went crazy and did it but then he came downstairs and saw her and like like we've talked about like she might have been like i I don't know what happened oh my god like what's going on are they dead oh my god you know and he's like 
okay, we gotta make this look right. So yeah. we gotta get you a little injured, and so that's, and then that could possibly be if he's standing up next to her, how he the blood dripped down onto his underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to see whose blood it was that was on his under- underwear too. But there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack, even still after all of this. Wow. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Let us know, guys. Yeah, let us know. What oh you think. shit! We want to hear from you. I have a joke. No. Oh no. And I don't have my phone. That's all. Good. That's all right, guys. Don't worry. I'll have it next time. Yeah. I don't Extra good one. I don't want to fucking do a joke. This is a little too heavy for a joke. Well, we'll end with our socials because we okay. do. We want to hear. We want to hear what you guys think. Let mm-hmm. us know. Instagram at Mombies Horror Podcast. Facebook Mombies Horror Podcast. TikTok at Mombies Horror gmail mombieshorror at gmail.com patreon mombieshorror sweet dreams spookies sweet dreams <laughs>